0: Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sharapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Monday, boys and girls. What's up? Welcome in to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book being presented by Betfred Sports. It's Betfred Sports book. After a big weekend, we got our guy Chris Andrews coming on in 30 minutes from the South Point to help us break down college pro. Lots of good things to get into. Dave Sharapan, Matt Peralta. Dave, we live in a world where Justin Verlander is going to make $16,000 per pitch if he stays healthy for 30 starts with 90 pitches per start. How are you and why don't our kids pitch? You got to still be able to throw the ball. You can't (laughs) just pitch.
1: So (laughs) I have a pitcher. She's on scholarship. Playing softball, that's fine. Um, it's a lot of work. He's earned it. Um, the the Mets odds oh, don't change at all today. <laughs> they still need pit, uh, hitting. They've always needed hitting. Good for him. He got the bag. Him and Scherzer reunited. The Tigers went to the World Series back then with the two of them in the rotation. A young Max Scherzer. In a uh, prime, Justin Verlander, and now we get to do the redo in the okay. NYC, in the Mets. They should have went without a bat.
0: So. Kate Upton has to be so happy. <laughs> she gets to live in New York. Do you Phenomenal. want to live in New York? She would. Yeah, her her whole industry is that fashion know, but, industry but, and everything like, else. It's yeah, it's huge. It's not bad. Houston really or really New York? It's not really a fair fight. You can live wherever you want when you make. 40 million dollars a year true but you still have to have you know you're going to play 81 home games you're going to spend a lot of time in your home city so you're going to have a place to live there obviously I like it for them they'll do well DeGrom in in Dallas is interesting that will be the interesting little piece is how he handles more next season DeGrom or Verlander oh it's a great question. (laughs) <laughs> they're both so injury prone. I mean, I would say Verlander he's, he's past the Tommy John surgery. So he's, he seems to be healthier of the two. Yeah, if think... you're paying Verlander 43 million mm-hmm. and you're paying De Grom 200 million for three years, right? That's what he got. 189 million for three years. Give or take. Uh, I thought he got five years, but I don't, I don't okay. know off the top guys, put it in the chat. I forget. Yeah. I forget what he got. But forty-three million dollars currently is a ridiculous amount of money. What is Judge going to get? I heard forty. I heard around forty million.
1: I heard five years. Oh no, uh, it's 200. nine hundred. Nine years. Well, I know, but I the the number that somebody said that I heard was five years, two hundred. So it's forty million a year from whom? That would be from the Yankees. Offered what nine? 30? They offered eight years at thirty million per eight years, right. They offered the longer contract. Somebody may come with five years, forty million per shorter. Like that was the that's the debate going on the. Well, it's Giants Yankees, yeah. right?
0: I mean right. That, that's who, yeah. thats who's involved. And there's also a dark horse team, which there always is because of who's doing the negotiations. There's always some mystery team. although I didn't think DeGrom was going to the Rangers. So there could be some mystery team in there for judge. I think he's going to get forty million. and I think it's going to be eight years. Wow, yeah. it's going to be stupid
1: again. I mean, you 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 like to fire people. You like to negotiate contracts and talk about this money shit. I don't care about any of it, <laughs> honestly, God. Where care. where a judge goes debate. matters though. It does, but I mean, again, the baseball odds. It moves it only because people will bet it. It doesn't move it because of opinion. Like Verlander going, that's great. He replaces well, because, the grunt. Yeah, I mean it's it's no, a swap, it's, it's, so that's
0: why the that odds doesn't don't affect move. anything.
1: They need a bat, right? You know, judge going to the Mets would be that would that would affect some stuff. Like that would be they need somebody to middle that lineup. I can't believe we're talking baseball in December. How did this even make it on the rundown? Because I it's baseball. Impressed.
0: I mean, it, it didn't make the rundown. It's just it's just. I know it didn't make the show. rundown. That's so, why I'm telling you. That's right. well. I mean, just it's a good thing that it's the winter meetings. And you know, front page article on the athletic today from Ken Rosenthal that judge is getting nine years. Whoever goes to nine, that's part of the public negotiations his team is doing. <laughs> saying, hey, if you want him, you gotta go nine. He's 31 years old. I it's mean amazing my- to be able to see this
1: shit through such a different lens now, being older, because I remember being a kid. Like in reading something like Sports Illustrated or now The Athletic and going, wow, somebody's going to give him nine years, you know, blah, 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 blah. And thinking like now, you know, it's a propaganda piece put out by his team to tell him like, you know, it's nine years. That's what he wants. Yeah. So you want to talk to him about nine years? This is what the price is. Like, it's all bullshit. It's of unbelievable
0: yes. how much you now as, as a grown person. A public negotiation trying to figure out exactly who gets him, when, where, how much. I think 40 is the number. I think eight years will be the length of time. I don't know if nine will be the length of time, but I think eight will be. And the Yankees are going to have to figure out whether they want a 38-year-old guy making $40 million a year as a DH who is hitting 210. Uh, how out for like Albert <laughs> Pujols' contract and stuff? Horrifically. I mean, I'm all in. I, I want the Yankees to go crazy. Like This is one contract negotiation I'm happy the Red Sox are not part of. I want no part of a 38-year-old Aaron Judge. None. <laughs> so I'm totally fine with that situation. At 31 years of age, the Yankees have a proverbial gun to their head to make the move, and the Giants have to contend with the Dodgers, who just re-signed Clayton Kershaw today. So they've got to figure out what to do. So it's more pressure on San Francisco to do something to match the Dodgers in their spend, what they have done, and the Yankees could lose the guy that just set the American League home run record. So as a Red Sox fan, have at it, boys. All you.
1: (laughs) I don't know if the Yankees are even like that. I don't think they have a gun to their head about anything. I don't think they have any. I mean, if he walks, he walks. Like, this is the money we can offer you. We don't want to pay you for being a Yankee old-timer. Like at the Yankee old timer games in the lineup in
0: seven years. I think the West Coast is getting to you, Dave. What do you mean? It matters a lot to the Yankees. I think they, you're out of your mind. I don't think so. The Yankees haven't won a title since 2008.
1: He ain't going to help him win a title when he's 38 and collecting well, 40 million a year. But Yankees don't care. But fans don't care about that. They care about next year. They care about getting past the Astros. If they win, it's right. So if they the Yankees can win without him. I don't, the Yankees can win without him. They didn't win with him. What are you talking about? We're going to pay you for seven years. We'll pay you 40 million a year for five
0: years. Do you want it or not? It's a great deal. I, it's a, that's what the team you know? should do. I mean, that would be the responsible move. But the blowback on Brian Cashman will be insane. Brian Cashman is Yan- fine. Yankee fans will flip out. He's not fine. Do? What are
1: they going to do? Stop coming?
0: Aaron Judge and, Bra- and both the GM and the head coach are not fine in New York. They are not secure in their positions. Fans are furious. They want change. They want titles. They're
1: furious. What are you talking about? What are you even talking? You're what
0: are you talking about? Fans are furious. Yes, Yankee fans are furious right now. Absolutely, they're watching the Astros. They're going to be furious if Judge leaves. Yes, one hundred percent
1: again, and get to the ALCS. They'll be they'll be upset.
0: Yes, not good enough. Okay, absolutely not good enough for the Yankees. Not even close. All right, we're we're going on twenty years here. You sound like an Alabama fan. I'm just telling you, two thousand and eight is a long time for the New York Yankees to watch the Boston Red Sox win four to one. It still exists. That number is still there. the The Red Sox beat the Yankees. It's not like the
1: Yankees don't know they didn't. They they beat them on the way.
0: Well, no, but it, not every time. But yes, I mean, the in the main time, in 2004, it was a main time. But the Red Sox have had much more success recently than the Yankees have. And there's a lot of people they who are 20 years. OK, yeah, yeah. that's significant. There's 21-year-olds who have seen one ring <laughs> in New York.
1: I would, that's venture, crazy. I would venture that there'll be more uproar when Xander leaves Boston for Red Sox fans.
0: Um, it's an interesting
1: thought. The the reason is, you know, they actually care more. It seems like sometimes.
0: No, I think there's a lot of anger because the Yankees ownership is different than Red Sox ownership. So the Red Sox have diversified with Liverpool and Fenway racing that they've got their eyes on multiple balls and the Yankees are pretty much still focused on the Yankees and their ownership. So like, that's the one problem that Red Sox fans have is that like you allow Mookie Betts to go. And now you're going to let Xander Bogarts go. These are homegrown players, you know, from the Theo era of of drafting, developing, and now you're letting them walk. You're going to sign Devers, fine. But it's how much did Liverpool come into play? They're trying to sell Liverpool. They're in bed with LeBron, doing stuff with Fenway Sports Group. Like there's rumors of them trying to, you know, potentially buy an NFL team. Like there's all these different things flying around with John Henry that makes Red Sox fans very uneasy. So it's less about, watching bogarts leave it's more about what are the red sox priorities and it feels like it's not titles right now for the red sox Mm. and that's the anger from the fan base that's why fans in boston will be up in an uproar bogarts could stay but there was a report over the weekend from the boston globe that basically the red sox are like in third place with their offers for bogarts i believe none of these things that i read Absolutely, <laughs> well, none of them. it's all public negotiate. I think Bogart wants to stay. I think, I think he wants to be paid market value. I'm not sure the Red Sox are willing to do it, but you can't. Just like
1: them. the business that we're in, like you almost have to force somebody's hand to give you the market value. It's uh, when they got you already. It's crazy. It's it's, it's really wild. How it's it business. Works. <laughs> I mean, it's it's business. Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah. lot of similarities. When you're it, good, it won't matter. That's you. You you will get paid if you're really good at what you do. By somebody, that
0: is true. Yes,
1: yeah, maybe somebody. not
0: by your current employer, though. <laughs> so.
1: Hey, it's crazy because you know, like a guy like I, I look at Jose Ramirez, mm. the Cleveland guy who said, "This is what I want." Cleveland said, "You know what? We like you. We're a better team with, with you here. We're going to give you that." He said, "Good, I'm going to stay." The union's upset the Players Association's upset, all this. What did you take a hometown discount for? I like living here, I like the team, and I like the guys I'm playing with. I'm good here. There's some value in that. You don't have to go to the highest bidder. It's not always about the money when you have a good team.
0: It's a good lesson. It's a very good lesson. Chris Andrews in 10 minutes. Let's talk some football until we get to him from the South Point. Favorites go 12-1 and 1 straight up. 10 and 4 yesterday against the spread in the NFL. Yeah, A lot of people starting LLCs, Dave. This is this is a a big public day. <laughs> Very much. So yeah, I uh was laughing yesterday. There was a lot of people
1: hanging around. Um I ended up at the Westgate for the end of the day and met some guys. And uh, all the Cowboy fans were really hooting and hollering. A lot of people, that must have been the last leg of a teaser of (laughs) parlay. There was a lot of people that didn't have Cowboy stuff on that was cheering. I saw a guy almost tackle his friend and knock him out when Matt Ryan threw his first pick. (laughs) Because he bet Matt Ryan to throw an interception at minus 140. We asked him how much he bet the guy said i bet 1400 to win a dime you'd have thought he bet to win 100,000 the way he literally tackled his friend people had a good day yesterday that's that they had a pretty good weekend some big favorites covered on saturday rolled over to sunday um you know some some ATMs that we've talked about here on the show you're wearing the hat the bruins are an atm every time you bet a boston team at home they win <laughs> People are rolling right now. I mean, I'm happy they're here. If you're here, guys, hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. We're gonna just start asking people for picks because <laughs> what, what, what do you need our picks for? Everybody's I'm, winning.
0: I don't know. I'm I'm on a really wacko puck line run right now. Like it's in Everybody hockey. Is. It's, insane. <laughs> it's just really crazy. What my hockey betting right now is? It's been as good as I've ever had run for hockey, which is good because it's offsetting everything else I'm losing. So it's right. a good. <laughs> it's, it's helping right. me, but. For hockey, I mean, tonight, we'll get to it later, but Bruins Vegas tonight, let's go. It's the Bruce Cassidy revenge game tonight in Boston. Cannot wait for this hockey game. Screw football. revenge game. Oh, yeah. This is the game of the night. Forget about football in my mind. Hockey is Bruins Golden Knights tonight. 14-0 at home versus 11-2-1 on the road. Does not get much better than a regular season game with the former head coach of the Boston Bruins on the bench of the Vegas Golden Knights. It's... Let's go tonight, but more on that later. If, if anybody in the space uses
1: the Bruce Cassidy revenge game night thing, <laughs> please credit the Bostonian versus the book show. Please, please. Because if you don't, I know you're full of shit. <laughs> go ahead. sir.
0: Justin in Vermont, buddy. He's alive. He's got one in a 5150 shot at 6 million. Oh, He's alive. He had Seattle yesterday. <laughs> oh, oh, I hope it was worth it. Whatever. He got through, was. He got through oh. with Seattle yesterday. Dave, he wants the Titans next week. He's asking yeah. for our advice. He said, I'm thinking about the Titans next week. What do you guys think? <laughs> I don't even- You know where I am with the Titans. I'm not answering that question. I am horrible with the Titans. I was on them as a plus 10 teaser yesterday, and they couldn't even cover. Oh, let's see here. Titans, Titans,
1: Titans, 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 Titans. Where's the game? Where's the game? Where's the game? I don't see the game. Tennessee is playing who? Oh, Jacksonville at home. It's only three, three and a half. Yep. Oh, Justin, we're going to have to maybe figure out who you have left. I don't, don't we have something better? Don't we have something better? Oh, (laughs) God. This is, can you imagine what he went through in that game?
0: Cause it looked like the Rams were going to win that game. You can't watch it. I couldn't watch it. I just go for, I I would just literally go away. I'd make my pick and I'd get to driving in Vermont. I would go somewhere into the green mountains where my cell phone doesn't work. (laughs) Or go go to drive through Massachusetts, Connecticut, whatever you got to do. Just get the hell away from me. Every social media, any sports book, any sports bar. I want nothing to do with that sweat. I am driving as far away as I can. And then coming back after the game is over and say, okay, am I alive? Yes or no? Because the anxiety of watching the Seattle Seahawks go down to the Rams in the late third quarter would make me have a heart attack. That's what
1: I mean. The sweat. You know, and you' still gotta i mean there's still fifty something people left, so I mean it's not like um you know you're down to the end, so you gotta win every game yourself and then worry about what anyone else has, but you can see you can see the end you've made it through the thanksgiving thing that's that was the that's the measuring stick for me, if I'm him, as we got through that now. We're this
0: close. I mean, we're this close. But Christmas is also its own week. I know. So, like, you've got to start to be, tr- like, you're right. That Thanksgiving, everybody said, okay, what am I picking on Thanksgiving? And if I get through Thanksgiving, I'll worry about Christmas then. Well, <laughs> you've got Christmas even Christmas Day. And then you have New Year's Day. I mean, you've so, got. Listen, I'll
1: equate it to this. Were you down south? when your kid was born, when Maddie was born, did you stay
0: down and watch? Uh, oh, down the, or that way. I, I did. No, I stayed up until after I, I saw the aftermath. Okay. The war I, aftermath.
1: I, I was right down there like a catcher. Okay. I was ready to go. All right. <laughs> you have to watch some people have to watch. Okay. Other people go for a drive in Connecticut and all this <laughs> other stuff. They stay up North and they deal with the aftermath. Yes. This is what it is. Now, you need, I think, I mean, I would need to watch. I would live that up and down. I think I would just, because I've watched games needing a decision in the book for 500000 Like, I've, so I've kind of come even keel. If you're doing this for the first time, I can't imagine, like, I don't even want to talk to Justin before but I would love to talk to him at some point. Hopefully when he comes to pick up his check, I'll come pick him up at the airport and drive him down there myself. But I want to talk to him about what these days were like. What did you do on Sundays? Because I think it's a really interesting discussion. You literally would not be able to watch. What the hell would you do
0: to com- get your mind not thinking about it? Because I'd have to take your phone, would I not? That's where I would go. I would go to a place where my cell phone doesn't work. I would literally find some place where I would not have to think about a, a survivor pick. I mean, just hitting the, hitting the submit on it, like this telling, I know he has a proxy here in town, like just after I say yes, final lock it in from that moment all the way until after the game is over, I'm not breathing. Like I I'm, I'm just literally going, you're second guessing everything. I mean, like, At this point, you're constantly because think about it. Like, so he's here into, you know, the, the week 15 or week 14. So 13 teams are used up. So you've got, a you know, two thirds of the league left and you're just staring at the board and you're like, I got to use Seattle. Like, this is what I got to use this week. I got to use Seattle against the Rams. And I got to watch John Wofford run around and actually make like crazy plays in, in Jefferson making these insane catches and the Rams looking like. You're, you're kidding me, right? Like the Rams are going to blow this for me. I'm going to lose because I took Seattle yeah. and I took on the sidelines. Walker is yelling at Geno Smith. They're having a fight on the sidelines. Walker gets hurt in the second quarter. He's out for the entire second half. So the best offensive weapon is not there. Yeah. So you're panicked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I, there's no way I'm watching the football game. There's absolutely no way. I have a dime to win 6.1 million. (laughs) <laughs> like it's, there's no way I'm, I'm not, I'm not paying attention. I'm, I'm, I'm getting away from society and just hoping that when it's all at five o'clock Eastern, I can open up an app and go, am I alive or not? I think you're full of shit. I think you'd have to watch. I don't know. I've never been in the position, so I can't tell you exactly <laughs> what I would or would not do, but I just, I know how I am sweating, you know, a <laughs> I've tiny, seen you do this. Yes. You've seen me sweat. games. I've seen how, it. The pacing that I get into, and the anger I get into, and the roller coaster ride
1: I get into—you almost what. punched the screen watching the Tennessee-Alabama game when oh, that yeah. call happened or really it didn't needed. happen or whatever. You were we were sitting on the couch at the thing. You jumped up and yelled at the screen. That's not wrong. I was like, relax. Oh no! Like, yeah. And the one kid leaned over. He's like, he gets excited, doesn't he? I'm like, you
0: ain't <laughs> seen nothing yet. Wait till you see what happens. That's nothing. Game, it? it's, it's not even the Patriots. It's not even my team. I know this is just a bet that I've got on this game. Let alone my own team that I do <gasps> this. I have, you know, borderline, you know, you know issues like real big the issues. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no so, about it. Yeah. It's I don't know. I, I'm psyched for Justin in Vermont. Uh, I, I'm psyched that he's a brigade member and he's a listener and watcher and. I I think it's so cool that he's left and we know somebody who's still alive in this crazy contest and we're all rooting for him. 100%. 100%.
1: I'm rooting for Justin in Vermont. Never met him. Never talked to him. Never. even. I I know me, you, the brigade, everybody that watches the show. Listen, man, just keep picking winners. We'll, we'll try to help you to find the path later, but come to breaks on the Tennessee thing this week.
0: It's gotta be a better option than the Tezzy Titans. Oh my gosh. I don't know what he has left. Uh, Farah, tell us when you were ready to go here, we can bring on our friend Chris Andrews from the South Point to talk about what this weekend was like and all the festivities for the cowboy hats and belt buckles and all sorts of fun things going on at the South Point. All right, let's get to our guy Chris Andrews from the South Point joining us once again. Look at the cowboy hat hat on. Look at the hat (laughs) going full on with the rodeo at the South Point. Chris, Matt and Dave, how are you? Great to have you back.
2: I'm doing great, guys. What do you think I'm not going to wear? You guys are the only ones wearing hats. I'm going to wear my hat too.
1: Damn. Absolutely. Where's your vest? Where's your where, where where's your fancy I, it's, vest? It's hanging up. So, <laughs> can, do we have a minute? Yeah, yeah good. Yeah, go, go grab it. the go vest. It We're go grab a little cowboy. Get the vest on. Go, go grab it. Have this you seen this thing? vest? Oh yeah, my goodness like, gracious! Look at this, this thing. Look at this. Where uh, else are you going to see this? Look
0: at this. My gosh, that's phenomenal. NFR. Are you happy now? Yeah, I got my best. Great. <laughs> <though.
1: laughs> right. Look phenomenal? Oh, my yes. gosh. He's standing it. behind the name counter. Look at this. His name's on it. Matt, he's standing behind the counter all week, all weekend. I show up Saturday like this. He's standing back there <laughs> wearing the Cowboys stuff, taking the Cowboys money. Everybody's coming up, betting them. You know, they're all betting Kansas State. He actually ended up needing you. Yeah. The but there's so many cowboys at that place, Chris. You gotta look the part. You look apart, part, sir.
2: Let me first of all let me correct one thing you said. We didn't take all their money. They took a bunch of our money the I last was, couple of days. So go ahead. Go <laughs> okay. Ahead, go <laughs> go yeah. <on. laughs> yeah. So uh, so you got. But believe me, we're we're a small part of the casino. You know, the way this thing works. I think the casino's done fine. I don't think Mr. Gone has to sell the plane or anything like that. I think he's doing okay.
1: <laughs> how it bad won. was it over the weekend? Like oh. it was one of those weekends. Huh. Matt said it, it was 12,
0: one and one, 12, uh, one, one straight up 10 and four against the spread yesterday for the favorites in the NFL. I mean,
2: Sunday, Well, Sunday, but let's start Friday night, uh, Friday night you know because we do everything on the three we do everything at at minus 110 so when we're two and a half we were one of the few two and a half flats in town then we go to the three we were the only three flat in town so we did so much business we were talking i I, it might be the biggest college game that we ever had usc against utah because first of all we had a lot of usc people in town we had a lot of utah people in town i think people uh I think when they went to the game itself, and the game's right down the street, by the way. So when guys went to the game, they thought it'd be a huge USC crowd. It wasn't. There's a lot of Utah people in there. Uh, So the crowd was, you know, about, 50 50 close a little bit more usc uh but we just did so much business on that game we wound up needing utah i liked utah i wanted to go in needing them and uh, you know we were right was, you know, so that said so start off the weekend great saturday no good <laughs> uh, we, we picked up a couple of bucks on hockey and college basketball and stuff so we, we wound up you know making a peanut for the day uh sunday was terrible Sunday we lost, and it capped off with uh, I, I finally had the I didn't see the end of the Cowboys game last night. I couldn't take it. Uh, I turned it off and uh, did a little reading. And <laughs> my wife wanted to watch something else. Yeah. I said, "Knock yourself out, honey. Go ahead. I'm, I don't. I'm tired of watching this." So, uh, right. oh, thanks. Nice hat, Dave. Well, oh, I mean, uh, you wore
1: a cowboy hat. I figured I wear a cowboy hat. I'm just trying. Yeah, to, I'm I am Just trying to keep up with the rodeo. That's all the. Yeah, you want. better not.
2: You better not show up on the South Side with that with that hat. I can tell you right now. So, you know,
1: well, some like, people in Pittsburgh that are not happy with me today—they saw this earlier and they sent me a text. They're like, "Are no, you okay? No. Are you
0: under duress? You okay? Is someone yeah, making right.
1: this hat? That was the Is
2: somebody
0: off camera with a gun pointed at you? <laughs> right. hey, leave me alone over there, please. Yeah.
2: Have you seen 21- no, twenty-one? Yesterday was no good.
0: Have you seen 21-19 turn into fifty four nineteen before? I mean, th- th- that's not normal in an NFL football game. You know, <laughs> to watch that happen.
2: No, you know uh, that you know they that you know, listen. I I don't want to. The Cowboys have a lot of great great athletes, and you know in football, uh, it's big plays that can turn games around. And Cowboys have a lot of big play athletes, so they. You know, not to downgrade them, but the uh, the Colts imploded. I mean, they brought a lot of that on themselves. And the Cowboys took advantage of it. But, uh, you know, we had a lot of money on the, on the Cowboys' money line for the first half. And I thought we had a chance to win that. And then, naturally, we needed uh, the Colts for the game and you know, 21-19. I think we're right there. We might win this game outright. Uh, obviously, wasn't to be. But, you know, that's, you lick your wounds and you come out firing for next week. That's the way you do it.
1: We got so many things to ask you, but we'll stay on Pointer with the pros before we get to the college stuff. Who's the best team in the NFC? Chris, because, you know, the debate was with that Dallas win, you you move their odds a little bit lower, you shorten them. And maybe with the Jimmy G injury, you make the San Francisco number a little bit higher because who's coming to get the San Francisco money. But then no one's talking about the Eagles or even wanting to give them credit. Who's the best team in the NFC, Chris, right now? You
2: know, it's funny. I was doing a show this morning. I was doing Gil's show this morning and. You know, if you look at my power ratings, and I try to use math as much as possible, if you look at my power ratings, I actually have the Cowboys half a point better than Philly. But if you ask me who's better, I would say Philly. You know, so it's one of those things. I always say the power ratings just give you a place to start. And right now, like I said, since I try to be as math oriented as possible, uh, you know, the Cowboys have had some really nice wins. They're playing with some tremendous momentum, if indeed that is a thing. I'm a little questionable on that. But you know, Philly has struggled a little bit the last couple of weeks. I mean, obviously not yesterday. Uh, So I think right now the Cowboys are playing a little bit better. But if you're playing a little bit better, does that mean you are in actuality better? I'm not so sure. So I think Philly really is a slightly better team. But I think it's very, very close between the two. And, you know, San Francisco, um, you know, I love that team. You know, I I would say I still like them. Let's see what Purdy can do with them. I've heard good things about this kid. Uh, matter of fact, uh, Chris Falika texted me. They did a, a game in the preseason, and they they said that uh, you know Purdy looked like the best quarterback in camp. You know, and right. uh, so uh, you know we'll see what happens. I don't know. Um, I'm not ready to toss them out the window yet. Let me, let's just say that. And the coaching staff, and I've had my questions about the coaching staff uh, at times, but, you know, I think, uh, I think that they, they, they can win a lot and they've proven that they can. Uh, We'll see what they do here with a strong running game and everything else and Mm -hmm. to see how good
0: Purdy is. We'll find out. Mr. Irrelevant throws the first ever touchdown toss last night, Mr. Irrelevant in NFL history. Yeah. Before we go to the college ranks, just one question: Could I on Gil's show? You do an awesome thing where you come on there and talk about the opening lines as to what's going to happen in the next week. What did you open up the Vikings against the Lions? And please don't tell me the Lions are favored.
2: Lions are one. <laughs> so,
1: what's you know the Vikings. That? That's the right number. Tell them. Is. I think that's
2: I think that's the right number. I, I got to tell you, you know, there's a couple of things we talked about it on Gil's show. I always thought, like I said, I use, I have a grading system. The, the Raiders were not playing up to their grade. The Vikings have greatly played better than their grade. And, uh, you got to give them credit. They've won a lot of close games. Uh, but, you know, they're not that good. And then, and, uh, Detroit, I still give Detroit a, pr- I've really, you know, lowered all my home field advantages, but I still give Detroit two points, which is as high as I give anybody. Wow. They're just a better home team than they are on the road. And I think right now they're, they're playing well, you know, Jerry Goff. I know he gets a lot of, you know, bad publicity and a lot of it is deserved, but he's playing some pretty good football right now. Uh, defense is sorely lacking, of course, but I think they deserve to be a very, very slight favorite over Minnesota this week.
1: I like that. Yeah, I wore a Minnesota hat and I had it down at the bottom of the pile over here because we all know they're not going to win the NFC. That wasn't on the list to even ask to to win the NFC. So I'm not dumping on Minnesota, but you people that watch the show in Minnesota, we appreciate you being here and uh, you know thanks for joining the show, Chris. Let's get to some college stuff. I I, I got this hat on because you know um, they somehow ha. How could how could the committee leave Alabama out <laughs> of, 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 of the college football playoff despite the fact that they have two wins, which is more one more two two losses, one more than everyone else that's in it, despite the fact that they would be favored in the games against Ohio State and against TCU and everybody else. What who's are the four teams in the playoff deserving? That's the first question I wanted to ask.
2: Well, you're okay. There's a couple things here. Uh, right. First of all, I would not have them favored over Ohio State. I would have Ohio State question. favored over Alabama. Okay, that's that's number one. Thank you. Second of all, I know that's what Nick Saban will say. We'd be favored of um, it. They were favored over LSU. They what were. happened? They lost. They were favored over Tennessee. Uh, what happened? They lost. They were they were a big favorite over Texas, who wound up. Small. Losing by one, one with a backup quarterback. One point. So, you know, I, if if we only went by the favorite, remember uh-huh. like in the old days we voted at the end of the year, there was, no play, there was no even BCS, no nothing. Alabama would have about 27 national championships in a row or however many years Nick Saban was there because right. they're the best every year. Right. So if you're asking me that, uh, who would be favored? Okay. Who deserves it? You know, listen, I was on a rant the other day. But let me back up for one second. You know, if you ask me from a business standpoint, I would have loved to have Alabama in there instead of TCU. I mean, I'd love to have Georgia and Bama in the first game and Michigan and Ohio State in the other game. You know what kind of business I would write? Forget about it. It'd be unbelievable. You know, so from a business standpoint, that would have been fantastic. Now, I was on a thread the other day and I started, I said, you know, this is not a playoff. A playoff is, you know, every other league or whatever, you set the criteria. Here's what you've got to do to make the playoffs. And then once you make the playoffs, you keep playing until you lose you know, whether it's the NCAA, every team loses their last game except for one. Now, I'm not talking about the CBI and all that other crap, you know, but every other team, they lose, they lose every game. Every team loses their last game except for one, and that's a champion. Same with, you know, Stanley Cup, you know, you play a series. Every team's going to lose their series, except for one, NBA, uh, World Series, NFL is a little different. You get you, but you have a set criteria. You you do this, that, and you know, we have some tiebreakers. And if you win that, you're in the playoffs. And once you're in the playoffs, every team's gonna lose but one. You know, but college football's not like that. You know, they're gonna decide who's in. Right. You know, I don't know. I mean I, I mean if it was up to me. I'd have a sixteen team playoff. All ten Conference champions Whoa. would win would would get in, and you know you and then you, you start seeding one against sixteen whatever. As well, it'd be unfair to some of these other kids. Really, I mean, who did Alabama play a couple of weeks ago? I can't, I can't remember some Division two Appaline
1: Christian or something, yeah, something or like that. Like you some, know,
2: mm-hmm. LSU played UAB. Yeah. Uh, you know, the yeah. SEC is famous for doing that late in the year. They play some cupcake. So right. if we're worried about the kids getting injured and all that other stuff, somebody better step in and tell the tell the right. sec not to you know, time. it's different when you, when you schedule them first game of the year, everybody's healthy. Everybody's healthy. Right. But now, you know, it's a war of attrition in, uh, in, in football, college yeah. and pro. So there's a lot of kids that, you know, wouldn't be starting early in the year, don't have the talent, but they're playing, you know, in, in, uh, November, they are uh, on the squad and they're playing against kids from Alabama or LSU or Georgia or wherever it's from. Uh, so that's that. The other thing is, you know, the, the, uh, uh, FCS manages to do it. They have a 16 team playoff, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and it seems to have worked out great for them. And they're well, not before, worried about the I mean, kids.
1: Before you start making up a playoff for these people, let's get them to 12. But right now we got yeah. four.
2: I, I'm for 16, but That's yeah, true. let's start with 12, and right. then I think we'll get it 16. I think it's right. Hopefully in my <laughs> yeah. lifetime, I don't know if that'll be true. No, not, yeah,
0: I think but, you're right. You know, I mean, we'll they see. only said two years for the 12. And look, yeah. I mean, I've I've said this forever, but like it's ridiculous that college football is the only sport on the planet that actually decides for us yeah. who the best teams are right, versus exactly. actually going and playing it. And, you know, people in a Marriott conference room get to say who the four best teams are Exactly. just to help my Bama friends for a second, because I know they're screaming at their screens right now or at their radios as they're listening to this, because they're upset. You talked about numbers. Wow. Ohio wow. state was a seven and a half point home favorite and lost by 22 points and got embarrassed at home. Yeah. You, you guys have them as what? Seven point dogs to Georgia. I got him six and a half. What would Bama be if Bama played Georgia?
2: Okay, first of all, I opened the game six because there were sevens around, <laughs> okay? You know, my numbers come to like four. I think Georgia right. should be about four Ooh. over Ohio State. So I think Georgia against Bama would be probably six, wow. you know, probably six. Yeah, I'd have to look at it you know, a little more closely, but right. probably about six. I got Ohio State about two points better than, than Alabama. Mm-hmm. That's me. Listen, there's disagreements. You guys understand. That's oh. why there's gambling. You know, <laughs> right. If everybody's, oh, yeah, that's the perfect number, then right. nobody's ever going to make a bet. Right. What right.
0: good is that? That's no good. You don't I just want to think think exactly gonna like kill, me. I, I think Georgia's going to kill Ohio State. Right, and you then, might be right. We'll find out. Uh, by the gonna, way, the
2: counter's right over there. You could
1: step <laughs> out there. I'll drive him over. I'll drive him over. We'll bring him to the counter and then we'll take him for, for, for lunch. And, All and the you lunch know. Troop. I'll buy one hot dog
2: for him. That's a buck oh, and a half. I Appreciate can go that. for that. <laughs> uh, again, one, one, I two, tell one. guys uh, all the time, you know, they, uh, well, uh, listen, when I come out with a number, people always, well, they they never tell you when you're right, but they always tell you when you're right. I said, listen, let me explain bookmaking. And Dave, I know you've been on this side of the counter for a long time. I'm going to win about half. I'm going to lose about half. That's just the way it goes. You know, and 11, and I, get, 10. I get 11. You guys get 10. <laughs> yep, You know, you figure it you out. You win.
1: He knows. <laughs> That's it. Um, so here, wait, before, you know, before we let you go, I got to mention this, Chris, because we were, we were sitting over there yeah. Saturday kind of, you know, commiserating, kibitzing, whatever, you know, Italians and Jews and Greeks do when we sit together and talk and, and we shared a Rose Bowl story. Yeah. And, um, I asked you about that. Is Penn state going to the Rose Bowl? We said, Oh, maybe. And you know, I know you got the back East ties and everything. You know, I went to Penn state. What about this Rose Bowl, Chrissy? What about this number? What are we wow. doing with this? Because we both looked at each other and said, yeah. Mm, I don't I don't want to play Utah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I you, know, you went to Penn State. My daughter went to Penn State, right. graduated from. So they yeah, got you went to Pitt.
1: M- Please don't get I went don't, to don't Robert get anybody Morris.
2: confused. I went to Robert Morris, I did not go to Pitt. Woo!
1: But you went to Pitt not, one year, didn't you? I did not go to Pitt. No. Oh, you yeah. just you just hung out at the O, and you did all that stuff in O. I hung out there, I yeah, sure. uh, Had a I lot of fun hanging, out, out. hustling <laughs> customers over there back in the day. I was but, doing okay, a little
2: there. bit of book in there at the time, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so, Penn State has a lot of my money, I could tell you that. Right. But I always used to joke, you know, and I, I'm sure my daughter's not listening, but I always said, 100%. "No, she's you not." Know, if she knew how often I bet against Penn State, she would, <laughs> she might disown me. She's not going to. She loves me. But uh, especially, I bet on Michigan in a lot of those games, and they've had our number for years. And like I said, and once they kick off, I'm rooting for Penn State. But when I do my figures at the end of the night, oh, there's a win. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I kind of like Utah in this game. I think it's a very bad matchup for Penn State. I think we're a little weak in the trenches, and I think that's exactly where Utah has their strength. I think they're very strong up front. And uh, I, I, you know, this, this number is like, you know, right around back. I've seen, you know, there's not a lot of numbers opening up right now because everybody's worried about the transfer portal. And that's what I was (laughs) going to ask you. you, How hard
1: is it now to make numbers? This is the last one for me before Matt finishes it off, but how hard is it to make the college football numbers as it was just even five years ago? Oh, Dave. kids playing, not playing. Like there's so many reasons and things that I miss about being behind the counter and sitting with you and doing this and, you know, taking the bets. But this is not one of them, Chrissy. Dave, this is—I is,
2: mean, I start. I'm doing my numbers. So I got my numbers, you know. But I'm—I'm I'm scared to death to open them uh, because I don't know what the hell's going to happen. I mean, it started out with you know Fournette and McCaffrey, and it was kind of like you know uh, they were outliers at the time. Right. But now there's everybody, and now you have the transfer portal. which is just open season and already I'm seeing guys, you know, a lot of guys might want to go to Colorado with Deion Sanders there. And, uh, you know, Lincoln Riley did a great job last year with the transfer portal. Mm. Uh, You know, Clemson has been very slow with a transfer portal, which I think has hurt them the last couple of years, but I think Davos probably woken up to that. Uh, You know, and even like my games of the year that I open in May, and I have Vinny helping me follow the, uh, Vinny Miolo yeah. helping me follow the, the transfer portal. But I mean, it's next to impossible. I mean, yeah. we, they're transferring up till September. You know, I tried to open, you know, uh, last week of May, first week of June. Um, You know, the volatility is just tremendous. Now, we got beat up pretty good on our games of the year. Now, we made up for it on season win totals. We wound up doing okay on that, Mm. you know, and, uh, and it's one of those deals where, you know, it's not going to be a huge money maker for us uh, one way or the other, or money loser one way or the other. I think it's something that we do here at South Point. We're going to continue doing it. Uh, but it's this college stuff has just gotten tougher and tougher and tougher. Mm-hmm. And Dave, like you said, five years ago, I don't want to say it was a piece of cake, but it was, you know, okay. You know, now right. it's next to impossible. Yep. Hmm.
0: Let me ask you about tonight. Andy Dalton's record is six and 20 in prime time. He's thrown 24 interceptions but the number has crashed from six down to three here for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Are you guys cool needing Tampa tonight? Well, I'm back to three and a half because it was three
2: with juice on a favorite. And like I said, we do everything at eleven to ten, uh, so we were the only three flat around. it. the money started showing back on Tampa. So right now, I'm looking at my screen. I, you know, I need, I need the Saints pretty good, but we're what six hours till post. You right. Know? So, I mean, I have a feeling now I'm the only three and a half flat. In you time. are, you're the only yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, the, you know, you know, Dave, you know, the way it is. They can't, you get that half point off the three, one way or the other. They, they, first of all, they had two things. It's the last one they're ever going to see in their life. And the game's <laughs> definitely coming three. You know, so
1: is, is, Do you have that? Is, do you get that on the wise guy card when you go to get the wise guy card? Yeah, sure. License? Where do it's you like get I, that
2: I, I put, uh, you know, I like you know, the ties win card. I like to use as many, every once in a while I have to use a game three and a half, every once in a while. But if I put a game on three, which I've done most of the year, like I said, they they know the game's definitely coming three, and they'll never three see another two and a half or three and a half as long as they live. It'll never happen again in the history of Las Vegas.
0: You're the best, man. Thank you, Chris, for the time. We'll do it again soon, right? <laughs> see you. Cowboy. All right, guys. Hey, <laughs> this, Frish, this is Frish, what I really tell look the, like. Listen, tell why why them where they at. can
1: get the book. I want oh, to yeah, uh, because on no, top of everything book, else, yeah, sure. everything that you're doing, being a cowboy and taking bets, you're actually writer. You're you're a published yeah. author and a great holiday gift. Oof. Two for people. Three. Three. three, b- now. three. Oh. three. Yeah. yes.
2: But so the, let me the, tell you my, my novel, which I'm very proud of, put my heart and soul into this was a labor of love, but i worked on it a long time. Uh, it's called, you know, and it's a, a Greek title, but parentheses, my brother, Fosmo, but my brother, you can go on Amazon and order it. You can go to book locker too. That's my publisher. You can go directly to book locker and type that in, you know, my brother is easier to, for, uh, for non-Greeks to remember. Uh, but my other books are also available mostly on Amazon. Uh, then one day and then one year, they're still selling pretty good, you know, so they're doing good, but I'm really trying to pump my novel. I'm, you know, I'm working on a couple other books as we speak. Uh, one, one, I think I'm going to call then one life, kind of summarize a couple of things because you know I'm 66. I don't have that many years left, God knows. Oh. But uh, then I'm working oh. on another novel too that uh, you yeah, know I think is going to be pretty good. So yeah, you know, but uh, you know somebody told me uh, I read this somewhere that you know when you decide to come become a writer, you have homework for the rest of your life. <laughs> so that's kind of the way it is. So I feel like I'm back at Robert Morris, not Pitt, Dave, Robert Morris,
1: <laughs> well, Harvard
2: of Western Pennsylvania, oh, Robert
1: Morris. West-
0: Chris, thank you, my friend. Go buy the book. <laughs> Booklocker.com, my brother. Thank you, my friend. Enjoy the rest right. of the rodeo. See, See you Chris guys. See is Chris Bye. Andrews at Andrews S Sports. Andrews, the and S Sports on Twitter to follow him here on the Boston Universe, the book, awesome stuff with him. I've read the first two books. I've not read the nonfiction, the fiction book yet. Looking forward to reading that. But his first two books are phenomenal. I forgot about the third book that he just came out with.
1: He's He's got them over there at the joint. So if you go yeah. and say hello, to him and ask him you know for a book you can buy it right off him there and then he'll sign it and all this stuff i mean that's awesome he's he's doing a good job i mean it's it's one of my favorite quotes of all time was just because you read a book doesn't mean you know how to run a book oh but now i write a book (laughs) just because right like now you can run a book you think you can write a book right you know because that's that's i mean my my 2023 Is to get mine done. The first one, I'm gonna get it written and published, and let's go. Whatever we got to get out, we're gonna figure that out. Yeah, we're trying. On top of everything else, we're gonna get the book out.
0: At least the first story time from the book, and uh, and go from there. Interesting. Yeah, it's a it's it's a times time suck. It's how I would use that writing, but it it could be really beneficial and helpful, and oh, there's all different things coming out of it from it. So yeah, it's I'm trying to to get. Um, you, you ever heard of a gratitude journal? Oh. I, I have many of them around the house. Oh, nice. So I have Madeline doing one now. So I'm trying yeah. to get her to write every day, try to get her to, to, to write, physically write down, because she does not like writing. Writing to her is annoying. She wants to talk. She doesn't want to write. Right. <laughs> so she wants to, so I'm trying to get, so like the act of writing, it, it's a different place to put your brain when you're either writing or typing or or doing it out. And it's, it's a pretty cool thing when when you see someone who can really. I, I was stunned. I heard he was Chris was doing a a fiction book. I was like, whoa, that's really interesting because the nonfiction stuff is so good, and it, it makes sense. You could just turn it into a, you know it's about a gambler, obviously, and a gambler situation. So it's it's not like it's totally out of the realm for Chris. But I, I'm excited to, to to listen to it. And, it's and read it, so. uh, it's there's
1: there's probably hints of truth. Right, little nuggets. <laughs> yes. This is, I mean, this is just—it's is, fictional. Let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> in parentheses, fictional. <laughs> you know. uh, so we ended it talking about Chris. Let's we'll start there with the Bucks. I'm wearing the orange for Tampa tonight. Uh, what do you make of the line being down to three here, and Andy Dalton being backed by a lot of people to move the number down because Dalton in primetime is bad. You know what side we got in the Westgate reboot? I bet it on
1: top of taking it three and a half. I bet it at three and a half. I mean, I I knew which way this was going to go. I know who's on it. I knew this. I'm not surprised at all. Um, Now, it has to get there. But, you know, even in trading our text on Saturday, how many times has Brady beaten the Saints as a member of the Bucs? Never. So. Total's forty, forty and a half, forty one no, 40, 40 and a half, 41 last night now it's Oh no, it's it's all 41s right now. Just hit refresh. Okay. It's paying at 41. Low scoring game, divisional game. I mean, the play makes sense if you're getting over 3. So, opened at 6 in some books. I haven't seen no sixes. Let's see. Oh, it was a six. There was two
0: sixes. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, it- <laughs> holy cow, came down a lot. <laughs> Coming in on on New Orleans, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm in love with it. Uh, I think it's dangerous to back Andy Dalton, but I do think that Saints defense, and I don't think Brady has a running game. And if you can't run on the Saints, you're one dimensional, and the Saints can go to work. So I'm backing that Saints defense, right? Not not their offense. Just Andy, don't do a Matt Ryan, please. Don't, don't do, do a that, Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> You know three,
1: what that guy did to people yesterday? He
0: had three interceptions on three drives in a row <laughs> in, the, in the fourth quarter. Felt so bad. So oh my! Much. I mean, I, I told Please. you on the phone last night, but I—if I was Matt Ryan, I would have walked to the podium and I would have said, "Guys, look, I've had an unbelievable career. I really have. I've been phenomenal. I, I have—I have Hall of Fame cat. You know, maybe not there, but I'm close to being a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. This is not how I want to be remembered." This is not what I want people to talk about when they hear Matt Ryan. I don't want them to say, man, that guy sucked in Indianapolis. And I would walk. I would just say, I made all the money I need. I'm good. Let's let Sam play. Let's Jeff go have a chance because clearly I can't play the position anymore at an elite level.
1: I mean, these games happen even when you're young, right? You just have these bad games. They keep happening. Like, there's no I, – I saw it in Atlanta. Like, these – when do guys go to another team after being with one team so long and go on and have that success, like, or keep going with what they're doing? I mean, it, you got to go, like, way back for me. And, I mean, Montana took Kansas City to the AFC Championship. Okay. Um, but it's been so long.
0: It's really hard. Ryan throws the ball like he need like forget a stopwatch. It's a it's an hourglass. Like he is so slow with his delivery. You can see the ball. It's like other receivers or other quarterbacks to receivers. It's like bang, bang. Oh. And Matt Ryan, it's like bang, bang. Double, <laughs> it is double. so it gives DBs that extra half a step that they need to get in front of the receiver. Because we know the NFL is literally you know, millimeters in terms of not to mention
1: the pass rush. Like as you get older, you can't get away from these people. Like Mm -hmm. they're just, they're, they're on you. And Dallas got one of the best pass rushes in football. They are, you know, I mean, you have no time, and then it gets in your head, right? You hear that happy feet thing. You get that quick, like, "Oh, they're here again." I gotta, you know, and you start like pushing the ball instead of throwing a ball, or throwing it
0: off the wrong foot, or all that other stuff. It and it just goes bad, 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 and it's it's no good. And Andy Dalton can't say that it's age because it's not age that's causing Andy Dalton to do this. It's just.
1: Yeah, but you age in dog years in (laughs) in some of these situations. Some quarterbacks get old real quick when they get hit
0: a lot. Yeah, and the Bucs have a good defense, obviously, and they're going to get after it. That's what scares me. Of course, yeah. It's a Look, it's the Saints on the road against a Tampa team that has not been good for about two months. At some Mm -hmm. point, you're wondering, when do they have that breakout game? When do they offensively, when do they do something that looks like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? but I don't think tonight's the night, not against the Saints. It's just, it's a divisional game. It's a field goal game to me, one way or the other. Brady wins by was three or loses by Last year
1: on Sunday night that the Saints went to Tampa and shut them out 9 nothing. Yes. That was just last year? Yeah. It feels like it was a decade ago. That was last year, right? Yeah.
0: So, Is it the under the best play in this game tonight? It could be, but I'm nervous about Andy Dalton turnovers in the game getting a little bit. You know, oh, going to 44. Oh, yeah. 41 is really low for an NFL football game, man. That is, that's really low. There's a lot of totals
1: yesterday that were low that got there. The Denver total is, you want to talk about cash money ATM. Oh, my goodness. At 11 and one to the under. I mean, if I'm going in a room today and I'm coming up with a total for next week's Denver game, I mean, what the hell do you say? It, it, it's Kansas City at Denver. It'll be the lowest total for a Kansas City game all season. It's 43. Dang. We might have to because the make Chiefs have been.
0: I mean, the Chiefs game went under yesterday somehow, some way. I yeah, can't because figure the total out. was 53. It was 52 and a half, and I bet it in that field goal that got missed at the end to tie the game gets me there. <laughs> you knew, right? <laughs> I, I saw the thing going. like, up. Oh, that's done.
1: gonna be done. Done. It's like that was. At least the you cake. got Cincy for the side, but you can't get the total as soon as that missed. I thought the same thing. I'm like, yep. The total's not going over. There ain't going to be no more scoring. It's
0: it. Done. Crazy. And you and there were moments where you're like, okay, he gets stopped. They're on the 30. They probably kick a field goal here, most likely. They're not going to go for it on fourth down, probably kick a field goal. And then they converted that crazy third and six. They throw the ball and they converted. Just so
1: you know, I think Grady Dicker, the kicker, is in our chat right now.
0: Just popped in. I mean, Grady Dick, the basketball player? Yeah, Carmen Dicker Brady. is the kicker for the Chargers and Grady Dick is the, is the basketball player for Kent's. So he, I think it's him. I think they're both here. They, they, they merged into one 200.
1: chat person, Grady Dicker, the kickers here, Denver under money in the bank. Like that's, that's good to see. DJ hooks is here too, by the way, DJ Ooh. Hooks has been rolling back East in the AC in Atlantic city, betting the plays, posting the
0: tickets. Appreciate you being here, sir. All right, so let's go to Georgia versus Ohio State, Michigan versus TCU. Okay, your first reaction when you saw the final four for college football? Are you excited for these games? I am because I think
1: let me let me put the Bama hat back on in case we cut any of these clips because I just I, I want I want to help these Bama people get over it that you know you have certain requirements for the job. To be a backup quarterback, you have to be able to physically throw and avoid the rush. To get into the college football playoff, you have to win most of, if not all, of the games that you play. You can lose one, you can't lose two. No two, two team, two lost team has ever gotten in the playoff. So a lot of people wanted to see Alabama jump TCU. I don't. I'm glad that they got in. They earned the right to get in. I, they should have won that game against Kansas State, and then there would have been no discussion. I don't know why a kid was probably out of breath. Duggan was out of breath, but they they got on a goal line and then they didn't give him the ball. Like, give him the ball. QB sneaking in. Instead, they handed off twice. I'm sitting there watching the game, going, "Not, they're going to lose because they didn't give him." I mean, he did everything he could. He was balling after the game because you know the game. It, it still means something. It was refreshing. I got no qualms with who's who's in. I might have a little bit of qualms with some of these games, so. though. Alabama's playing K state. What? What? Like, how did we come up with that?
0: Put a pin in all that. We'll get to that. Oh yes.
1: We got those coming up. I know. Are you surprised? I mean, are you, I mean, I'm good no, with it. I'm not surprised. I'm just not interested. You're not interested in the college football playoff. with these four teams. This is Georgia.
0: This is over. This is a cakewalk. Georgia. Like this, this doesn't this minus 140 versus the field right now. Just lay it it.
1: done. Yep. This is not that's what the parlay pays, by the way. If you kind of figure out if things stay the same and there's no injuries, money line, money line, money line, money
0: line is is about 140. We figured it out last night. So I mean, it's you're talking about who has the ability to withstand the line of scrimmage strength that Georgia's going to put on both ohio state and michigan and they're going to get killed i mean it's just i, I we have a month to go we'll spend a ton of time watching the line move six christy said he went to six in the beginning six and a half now seven where it will go i will be on georgia minus six and a half minus six i don't really want to lay seven but if i have to i will and I'll lay it against whoever they play, either TCU or Michigan. It doesn't really matter to me just because I I think this is what Alabama used to be. Georgia is the new Alabama. And Mm -hmm. I look at who can contend with Georgia, who can handle the physicality. And I think Michigan's got the the best shot to hang around. I think Michigan and Georgia could be an interesting football game. I don't think Michigan wins the game. I think Ohio State's going to get absolutely embarrassed by Georgia. Wow. I I Ohio State's not a good football team to me. They're just not. They're not good. I I mean, I don't care what your power what do you ratings th- say. What do you think
1: the power ratings like what do you think it is that the big that 10's not that good? That Penn's,
0: everything is based on the Penn State win. I mean, that's no both. no 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 the, the, the
1: their schedule strength the is 50th, rating. Dave.
0: I mean, they have a fifty 4950 I mean. schedule strength. They haven't played anybody. And Ohio State what? played one good team and they got annihilated by Michigan at home as seven and a half point favorites. That's why the power ratings are there. They look at you the, know, the
1: guys making the numbers and putting the butts out. They're not looking at that shit. I'm right. asking you, what do you think they're seeing that maybe is a ghost that's not there that you can see
0: that because
1: they were, I watched the line of scrimmage
0: and I watched them dominate teams in the big 10 that don't have anywhere near the offensive or defensive line that Ohio state does. Georgia's is better. Michigan's is better on both sides. And offensive that's why, line and defensive line. Yes, both sides. The line of scrimmage to me, I'm not worried about Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm not wear, worried about the receivers or the tight ends. I'm not worried about the running backs. I'm not worried about the quarterback for Ohio State. Watching the line of scrimmage. And they will push around inferior competition. Like, great, you guys push around teams like Illinois. Awesome, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. You know, you guys both can do this. Michigan's got a real offensive and defensive line. And Michigan bullied them. And, and George is going to do it even worse. It's the point of attack. I, I think everyone's getting lost in CJ Stroud and the passing attack and Ryan day and blah, blah, blah. And they're not watching in the trenches, what Michigan just did. And George is going to do it to them even worse. Trent junk just came in and Trent. Thank you for being here,
1: sir. And and you guys, if you have comments and stuff, leave them in a the comment section, you know, in the chat right now is because we can re, we can react and you guys offer so much to the show. We appreciate it. Um, he said Ohio State has good players, but they are not a good team. Agreed. Great like Alabama, right? That's Alabama's a great
0: state. It's the same statement to Alabama. Alabama's got a lot of great players now. Not Alabama, a great Alabama now. Yeah. today. Alabama was always a good team. Yeah. Today, That's Alabama okay. in 2022. Alabama has a lot of great good players. players. They're not a great team. They have Alabama on the road this year, away from home. Alabama has the look of a team that doesn't have the same level of confidence that previous Bama teams have had. Because when you go into a hostile environment, you're getting the best shot. You're getting everyone's Super Bowl. And this right. Bama team didn't have the same swag that previous Bama teams, what Georgia now has, when Georgia walks in, they walk in expecting to win, not hoping to win. And you saw it against Texas. That was Alabama going, oh my gosh, there's a lot of people here and we're going to crumble because we don't believe it deep down that we're good enough to go in here and win this game. Now, starting quarterback got hurt, got a couple of crazy plays by the quarterback and Bryce Young. Okay, Bama wins and they survived, but they go to LSU, same problem. They go to Tennessee, same problem. You look at the three toughest road trips they took this year and they should have gone 0-3 in those games. So it's just not the same type of Alabama team that we've seen in the past. And maybe next year, things will change. Maybe this is the beginning of the end for Alabama because of the dominance they've had. NIL is changing things. I mean, remember, Bear Bryant used to be able to recruit the top three quarterbacks in the South. He would have the best quarterbacks. The second and third string in Alabama would have Mm. started anywhere across the country. Right. But now with NIL, the same thing might be happening. Alabama, for the longest time, was you want the NFL? You want first round pick? Play for us. Now? Right. Maybe there's other conversations, right? I heard a crazy stat over the weekend of a college basketball team that I'll have remain nameless. Every player on the roster is currently making $150,000 for NIL. One through 12, one through 12, the entire team, everyone's made a min of 150 K. It's good to hear for the kids. It's great. It's great for the kids. I mean, this is a college basketball. So, what is the what are the college football players getting? What is Bijan Robinson making right now from Texas, the running back? What's CJ Stroud making in Ohio? Is your source good? Yeah, my source is good. Wow,
1: <laughs> my, my source. I mean, is can good. you imagine being a college kid making one hundred fifty thousand a year and not playing? I- <laughs> you don't play. I'd be playing harder. I'd be practicing. Are you kidding me? I'd do anything. If Somebody's giving me one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and I'm playing college basketball. I'm going to school. I'm doing exactly what the hell I'm supposed to be doing. No, I don't want no title shots. No, I ain't <laughs> going to no fraternity parties. No, I ain't doing nothing except what I'm supposed to be doing to keep getting that check. Twenty years old. Shit, I was happy to get ten dollars when I was in twenty years old.
0: Husband. Right. This guy, out, you know, walk out and be one fifty. If you're if you you make that for 4 years and you don't play, I mean, you walk out with over a half a million dollars that you that you get to go start your life with. I mean, it's incredible. Man, oh man, the kids are getting it back.
1: Like I went to school at Penn State with a lot of broke ass broke ass college football players. I mean, there were times when they're like you know, we're ordering pizza, and they didn't have a doll. I bought right. the pizza. I mean, and I was that kid a couple of times,' You're like, hey man i i'm I'm short we got it this time, you know, we'll get it next time. I mean, it was I, I God bless that's great for them, but holy crap, I don't know what. the guys like you know b john and c j. Stroud and Caleb Bryce Williams young. I mean you saw away Caleb Williams walked into the
0: game. Yeah, uh, you know, the with nails, that suit surreal. on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I I don't hate it. Okay, I like it, but it just I wonder what does it do. Is Alabama gonna have to figure out a way? What's next? Just pay even more? Like how do you keep getting that pipeline? Because it's obvious that kids are going elsewhere. They know they can go to the league. You can go to Georgia. You can go to Texas. You can go to other programs now, because in like Ohio State, they've got, you know borderline major market type attention on them because of mm-hmm. where they play, mm-hmm. right? Columbus is a big city. Mm-hmm. Tuscaloosa's got Birmingham. It's a big
1: city. They're you've got, bigger than the pro teams in those. Well, there's no pro team in Alabama, but in Columbus, It's
0: right. Columbus yeah. is
1: the biggest team 100%. in the state of Ohio.
0: Right. And so you've got... Austin, Texas, which is a monster market with tons of money. You have Matthew McConaughey on the sidelines. Like you've got, you know, they can open the coffers now and they can do such different things. And then you have the transfer portal, which is the number one game, biggest game changer out there right now, because kids can just say, I'm out. Like or coaches can say, you're out. just just,
1: just gonna say, be careful what you wish for with that transfer portal because you could go to a school and they change the coach, and the coach comes in and says, "Oh, by the way, you're out." Um, I'm my, we'll, we'll get to what Dion said, but I'm coming. Um, yeah, that's I'm it. coming with
0: with luggage, and it's Louie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, my job is to make you quit. <laughs> <laughs> my job is to make you quit. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a college football. I mean, it is such a unique. Thing right now because we've always known it's been a business. We've always known that it's there, that this playoff, we've all known it's stupid how they determine the four teams or the two teams. It's all dumb. We're going to expand the 12, have automatic qualifiers. We're getting to where we need to be. We're finally seeing college football come into the world as a legitimate business. However, what does that do now? How does the game change? One of the things about college football is that it was unique. It was different. The pageantry, the things that went on on college campuses don't happen in the NFL. And people like that playing for the jerseys. I'm not playing for the name on top of my head. I'm not playing for the name on the back of my, on the back of my jersey. Is it so, I mean, in a in
1: chat again, it's trying to keep up and there's things that come fly by deep fry tie, deep fry tie said CJ Stroud drives like $150,000 Bentley. Ben Yaga, Ben Yaga, Bentega, whatever it is. He, says he lives in Columbus, Ohio, and the football players are rock stars. Yep, I, I don't know if that's true what he drives or not. I believe but it. Is it bad for the business? Is it too much too soon with all this money and all this stuff? Or are we just, it, this whole thing is changing.
0: And I told you this story. This I, I told you this story. I think I told you on air. Maybe I didn't, but. When I was the voice of the Huntsville flight two o'clock in the morning, driving through Georgia back from Columbus, Georgia. Yeah. Everyone's bored. Bob Thornton decides and I'm going to lay everybody else nameless, but Bob Thornton gets into a conversation about what'd you get? 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 These players played at Kentucky, Kansas, Alabama, run through Who, the sec. Who's Bob Thornton? Bob Thornton was the head coach of the Huntsville flight at the time. Okay. Former NBA basketball player played for numerous years. I ended up listening to every one of these players go through what they got to go to the school. They got to, and some of the guys got nothing. Like some of the guys were just like, yeah, I got a free flight and I got a, you know, a, a free meal. Other guys are like, yeah, I got a bag. Some guys are like, yeah, my house, my mom's house got paid off. Some of my guys are like, yeah, I got a new car. Like I, I'm cool with it, man. I've, I've watched it. I've watched stories. I right. mean, there's all sorts of crazy stories about what the what Bo Jackson was getting yep. and what other Alabama players were getting. Like, just all rumors about all... This is now just... It's in the forefront now. Yep. So I know it's not going to change anything because it's been going on forever. And it's much like cannabis and sports gambling. It was yep. going on anyway. Make it yep. legal. Shine a light on it, and then you can at least protect it or police it in some form or fashion because it was going on anyway. Right. So I'm cool with it, but... I am nervous. I'm not going to lie. I am nervous about the kid in high school. As you start the college NIL and you're LeBron James's kid, you're whomever's son. Not, sh- I'm not so sure I want a 17 year old getting paid or a 16 year old getting paid. That's, I'm a little uneasy about high schoolers entering. I mean, the there's NIO. child actors and actresses. And there are, and they all.
1: And what happens to a lot of them? I. It usually doesn't end with the real successful adulthood. No, it ends Let's with Britney
0: Spears posing naked in Instagram and 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 talking about all sorts of crazy things and and being you know mentally she, unstable. She's posing on Instagram naked now. Consistently,
1: yes. I didn't know this (laughs) (laughs) should probably get
0: this Instagram thing. Everybody keeps talking about. So that's what, that's what it turns into. Oh my. It's scary. It's not good. Macaulay Coughlin and all the other crazy, all the, you know, it's not good. What happens when you give kids this much money that fast and sure the a hundred dollar handshake is happening at every booster meeting and lunch and dinner or whatever. I get that's happening. If you're a good college player or a high school player, you're already getting taken care of. Right. But I, I don't, I'm not comfortable with a high school kid, you know, signing for a hundred thousand dollars college kids are a different story. It's a business, but you could say, well, Matt in Katie, Texas, there's a high school at 25,000 people every night in the stands. It's more than a lot of college kids play in front of, why can't they sign an NIL deal? It's a decent question. <laughs> it's a very fair it. question. But it's coming. Those questions are coming. Saying you if just, I want to, rep-
1: you know, if you're those kids, you just got to be careful. Like you got to have somebody around you to tell you no. whether it's whether it's your parents or an advisor, or an agent, or somebody, shit, I'll do it. You guys can reach out to me at Sports BK at Sig, because I'll tell you, I had to tell the kids I was coaching. None of them were getting NIL deals, but. You always have to keep them in check because it's 16, 17 when you really start to have some success or people are kissing your ass to come to their school or endorse their product. And they're going to give you money, like real money. You're going to start. It's a a, uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. Hmm. You start to go, oh, I'm really good at what I do. More people are going to want me to do this. And then you start to lose
0: where you're, you're you start to lose your grounding a little bit. And I wonder, is that happening to Alabama? Is that the type of kid that Bama is getting now that is different than what we've seen? Because the whole boxing adage where it's difficult to get up at five in the morning and run in the cold when you're sleeping in silk sheets. Yeah. The same adage when it comes to the way Bama wants to play football. They want to play physical. They want to play smash mouth. They want to run you over and crush you and be more physical. Now that's Georgia. Georgia's doing that now. Well, they have the same problem coming in the, in the future, but you know, Stenson Bennett is out there smoking cigars at the end of their game on Saturday. Uh, he's older I mean, by the way, than eight NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> he's an old dude. Stenson Bennett's an old dude. He's been around. That guy's been around. Enjoy college. Born. Cause the pros right. aren't going to be fun for him. I don't even know if he's going to go to the pros he'll get he will get on somebody's you know, you think, yeah, he may not be on a final roster, but he'll be brought to camp by somebody, maybe, just let him give him a cup of coffee or something and let him play in a preseason game or something, but I doubt he's gonna have that all right, Penn State Hat, Penn State, Utah, and the Rose Bowl are you interested, Penn State West coaster? interested,
1: I'm going, they're going all right, I'm hundred percent I'm going. I may not come back. The doors may be locked and the locks, everything may be changed, but I'm going, listen, how many more Rose Bowls are we going to get with both with conference tie-ins and all this other stuff? It's, it's become another bowl game. It's
0: well, another, yeah, because the role, well, the Rose Bowl is part of the playoffs. So that's
1: what I mean. So it's like, this be, you have
0: two, you have two, two times left of Penn state, of Pac-12, big 10 matchups like this. You have two years left.
1: I've gone the last few times. I mean, I went in 93 when they played Oregon and Nebraska robbed them of a national championship. That was complete. I'm still mad about that. Nebraska people, you think Matt doesn't like Connecticut. <laughs> Until I go back with this guy or somebody and we're going to see a Creighton game and I can get kind of sold on a different part of the state. I'm not fans of Lincoln
0: or oh, Nebraska. And Omaha, different story. Omaha's fine. Nebraska is- went in there and beat Creighton yesterday. Bad deal. I didn't even want to bring it up. Bad deal. To you. Like, yes. Jays are 21st in the country now you can't lose in Nebraska at home. I mean, it's Nebraska terrible. sucks. They're it's such a, terrible. It's such a, did that
1: kid with the up. Kiyoshi have a good game? The kid no. with the headband?
0: No, the Lincoln did the, the kid from Lincoln scored 18 and 15 boards. And I mean, they can't shoot. They're tired. Creighton's tired straight up. They're too much oh. travel right now. Hawaii, Austin, Omaha. They're coming here this weekend, playing this weekend here against BYU and Arizona state. Kids are tired. And then they play Marquette to start the biggie schedule. Tough part of the schedule right now. Danger zone for the, the Blue Jays. But anyways, it's yes, okay.
1: Continue. You build you build up you you build up all the scar tissue early in college basketball. That's good. Get it all out before conference play starts. Right. Yes, I'm interested. Yes. Um, you know, Chris and I talked about it face to face. We 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 sat there and, and we we did our thing that we always do. When you've ever worked in a book and you've made numbers or you've ran a book out of your pocket and made numbers and you talk it out. We talked it out and, um, you know, it was, it was a fun, quick little debate, difference of opinion, but we both agreed that, you know, Penn, Penn state would be dogs. I thought Penn state would be dogs and said it could be anywhere from pick to one and a half. And I'm, I'm looking at my screen now and it's two, two and a half Utah favorite. It's the right number. Yeah. I, they can win, but again, you just heard them say it's, it's hard. Like, we got a quick hit here with all these bowl games on the list. Just fire them out. I, I don't
0: know. My, I'll give I you like my you. first thought, but what are they? I like Utah. I like Utah to win the game nice. relatively relatively easily. 52 and a half is the total. Over. Easy. Alabama, Kansas State. Why? My le- my level of interest in this game is below zero. Yeah, but this is this got to be one of the easiest games of, of the point spreads right now. No. KK State. Are you nuts? Alabama's not going to have anybody in the game.
1: It's already six at a couple places. It's
0: I mean, I know the r-
1: first number. 55. I know the rumors.
0: I get it. I know the rumors are out there that Alabama's going to have everybody, that everyone's going to play in the bowl game. They all want to go to the Sugar Bowl.
1: Why? Why? Great question. Why K State just beat TCU? They are the recognized Big 12 champs from the game. Oh,
0: K State's going to sh- be fired up. They, they got up. a shot At to Alabama. beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. They're taking, I mean, this is their Super Bowl. There won't be a bigger game for K State. Yeah, you're getting the best of the best. They're bringing everything. They're going to spend everything. a month, a month eating, sleeping, dreaming about beating Alabama. And the Crimson Tide are gonna walk in and be like, why the fuck are we here? Nope. That is a I mean K-State. Tough, tough, tough game. I like, <sighs> Bama, we talked about it. Bama on the road, Bama neutral. No in K-State's gonna win that game, I think. But I will I mean I would bet Kansas State, but if Alabama decides to play, they'll kill K-State. I think you can wait. I
1: think sure. you can wait because this number the five, five and a half that you, you know, that's the book telling you, <laughs> we you know Bama go got to be favorable. We don't know yet. Right. If you think, or you get the information that everybody's going to play, you got to lay it because it's going to go to seven. If you don't want to lay it, just wait because it's going to go up. But if you get the information that they ain't playing, you better take this five and a half or five, because it's going to go to four and a half or four like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, it's 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 going to be fast. Tennessee Clemson is a game I am interested in. This is going to wow. be a fun football game. Yes. This game in the orange bowl is going to be. Okay. F- so we get to see if the kid for Clemson actually, is going to be the kid. We know DJ use in the transfer portal. So he's out. I yeah. got right. two young quarterbacks with Clemson. Tennessee's got to move on from hooker, obviously, but they still have a lot of skill players. This is good on good. Fun game. Clemson. Big favorites. hmm
1: No hooker. Six. For the Hooker. Tennessee, no respect. SEC people are I mean, going to be maybe. very pissed off about this. Well, they
0: lost to South Carolina
1: without Hooker. Yeah, that happened mid game, midstream. That's can't be. I this this gotta be a take. You gotta take
0: the points with Tennessee. Yeah, I'm excited. For sure with this one, and then look, we we often talk about you know who wants to be there. What do you make a UFC Tulane in the cot in the Cotton Bowl here? This is again Super Bowl for oh Tulane, not where USC wanted to be. But Caleb Williams is coming back next year, so the chances of him playing in this game probably pretty high. Can we get weather to be a little bit of an issue here in Dallas? Maybe.
1: I mean it ain't gonna be like balmy. But wait, I thought the cotton bowls they moved it out of Jerry's World or in Jerry's World. I can't remember. Oh no, it's in ATT Stadium.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cause it was it was in Jerry's World mm. because it was they moved it out that one year because of a conflict that they had. I think it was so they don't play it at the old Cotton Bowl building. No, no, no They play it. It's it's in It's sort. in it's Jerry's world.
1: Yeah, it's in Jerry's oh, world. So
0: wow, USC's only
1: two and a half. Because they don't want to be there. Three and a half. 63 and a half. You better bet that shit over now before it gets to the new updated speed limit in most of the country. 65. That thing's going over. I don't care who's playing, but you get Tulane. Did you see Tulane's uniforms over the weekend? Did you see the why are they doing this? Baby? I can't stand it.
0: I love it. You do? It looks
1: bizarre. Oh, I love it. Green and blue, boy, it's a- baby blue pants and a green helmet. Whatever that helmet. Oh my god. It's a weird match. I- I if I can go find it before the bowl game, I'm gonna get the full uniform. I'm gonna come to the show like that. Oh, no. I think um it'll be interesting to see, right? Because well, we're gonna we have two teams on complete opposites of that. Tulane coming off. They won a the conference game. They were they weren't favored maybe per se to win the conference before everything going right, all the motivation to finish off a wonderful season with USC on the precipice of one game. Neutral site at home, small favorite, and then have it all go bad quick like that and kind of get punched in the mouth. We're going to hear about motivation. We're going to hear about who's playing, who ain't playing. If you're on Tulane and you ain't playing, that's that. I mean, how do you not play? You're oh, playing. No, you're and- playing. Oh, yeah, you're playing. you get a shot <laughs> oh, yeah. to go play in Jerry's
0: world against u s c or you're gonna sit and protect yourself in case of the uh, yeah, this the, is my argument this is my argument to people who say bowl games won't matter in the future. This matchup when you get a chance when you're a mid level college program and you have a chance at a blue blood in a college bowl game setting, let's go. you're. Let's go. This is why you play. This is, this is for a lot of these kids on Tulane's team. This is the biggest football game they will ever play in. They will bring every ounce, every single drop that they've got of intensity to this game. I got
1: goosebumps right now thinking about being in that locker room before trying to, trying to contain the excitement for these kids. I saw that Manuelo guy introduced (laughs) the Carolina hurricanes yesterday. I saw somebody do that one time in a hockey locker room. That's the way I introduced our starting lineup at every softball game for the past five years. The girls would go, oh, here goes Coach Dave. And I'm like, at first base, batting third. And they're like, what are you doing? And my, my oldest daughter, Kylie, would be like, that's the way they do it in a hockey locker room. Just let them go. You know? <laughs> Can you imagine the excitement for the Tulane kids? For a month, we get to practice. We're going to Texas to play USC and guess what boys we're dogs ain't nobody think we can win
0: got them sky high sky high that's why bowl games will exist that's why the lower level baloney bowls will get kicked out and be done fine no one wants to be no no one wants to watch games in the cold no one wants to watch games with bad football teams but a, goal, a a bowl game like this the cotton bowl with usc and tulane will always exist in my opinion it will always it will always be a place for it because you have a chance for a two lane to take down usc and prominently display that cotton bowl championship against usc in the you know in the football offices if you get the job done so it's big JC um, from KC says they're going to get smacked by 50. Potentially. If USC shows up and wants to play potentially. Yes. If Caleb Williams plays in the game. Yeah. Potentially they could get smacked in Vegas, the Vegas bowl. And we'll go through all the bowl games. I actually want to ask you about this. Cause we, I, I forgot to ask you about this. Oh, but like, what's your take on like bowl contests, ATS bowl contests. Oh, for
1: years, I love them. Uh, I mean, we, what, what if we
0: did a BVB one for the brigade?
1: Yeah, there's a great site that you don't have to put all the picks in before. You can pick them up until the bowl game starts. So, like, you don't have to pick all forty bowl games before the first bowl game starts. Because I don't, right. I don't even want to participate in that. I used to do those. strengths
0: yeah you know I hate
1: sh- yeah the straight up games what do you those feel are, one for thirty and you, you forty two yeah. is yeah. your biggest strength game, so you right. know you go take the biggest spread and you make that one your favorite forty two points for that one, and in the games as they get closer to pick 'em, they're the ones and the twos, and the, those are fun, but yeah we can we can uh I have somebody that can put that whole thing together just it's really quick, and the site runs itself, the standings update after every game, oh and you can see who's leading. It's, it's awesome. It's so
0: easy. Um, yeah. Is being on the show for a, an hour a big enough prize? we got to go bigger than that.
1: We could have somebody on the show and keep them for an hour. Do you think anybody wants to actually do that? Are we punishing them by doing that? I think an hour would go like that. It'd be two seconds. Like, like with who? I mean, Brommel Camp could talk to us for an hour. Brommel Camp does a radio show every day in Iowa. But, I mean, is Chef B, Chef Benny going to come on and hang with us for an hour?
0: This is is 2022. This is 2022. Being on camera is no longer something to be afraid of. Everyone's on social media. Everyone's on TikTok. You teach a class
1: on how to do that. That's not a thing that a lot of people will act. I
0: mean, they're like an hour. I had a girl in my class with 1.7 million followers on TikTok. She's still working. (laughs) But but she could talk to us for an hour, easy.
1: <laughs> like she go. All right, fine. Half well, hour. I mean, would we be able fine. to listen to her for an hour?
0: Yeah, Anna's really good. She's funny. Yeah, you could talk to Anna for for an hour, two hours, easy. All right, but fine. Half hour.
1: I don't know. We'll we'll come up with something. Okay. That's a good idea, see. though. Like I mean, Jay Dalbets and contest. Mrs. Jay Dalbets could come on. That would be awesome. Okay,
0: there you go. Yeah, to do. A Can you bring in plus one? To the show? No, no. Strictly a one only. I mean, you can do one camera shot. Like it, like if Mrs. Jade bets and Jada bets together on one camera shot, then okay, fine. Like you have a wide angle shot and you both are together. Okay, fine. Fair. But like, not like I'm in Kansas and my friend's in Florida and we're both going to come on and be a part of the brigade. Like that, that to me doesn't work, but right. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, Florida versus Oregon state here in Las Vegas. I'm interested only because it's here. Right. I think it's a fun game.
1: Um, what's the number? I didn't look yet. Let me see. Oregon State. Oregon State. December State, right? 17th? Yeah, it's early. Oh, my. Um, now, that game they're playing at Allegiant, right? Correct. Oregon yep. State a touchdown. No, Oregon State eight, nine and a half in places. Hello. Yeah. Nine. I thought seven.
0: Wow. Four, okay. four is not playing bringing anybody, supposedly. So. Wow. Gator bait. You'll have about sixty thousand fans from Oregon, twenty thousand fans from Florida. I I'll venture wild. to say you don't even have twenty from Florida. Okay, I think you might. You might. I mean, it's a trip to Vegas. Get out they're of game. i selling that bowl game
1: out. There ain't even they ain't even coming close.
0: I don't know. They might. No. Nope. Okay. Oregon State's a Oregon State's a good. That's a. Are good, they excited to come? I mean, yes. trip to
1: Vegas. They're more excited to come than they, yes. You know, Direct flights. The Portland
0: to Vegas is an hour flight. It's a simple flight flight down here. Chance yeah. to come to Vegas for watch a bowl game for a bowl weekend. Yeah, I think Oregon. I think Oregon State okay. fans are going to show. I think Florida fans will come. I, I'm not a ton. It'll be three to one Oregon State, but there'll be some Gator fans that will come, just because it's in their schedule to, to follow the Gators wherever they're going to go. <laughs> Question from Chef Benny. Yeah, do you go to the bowl game or the Golden Knights Islanders
1: hockey game? They're at the same time. I go
0: to the bowl game. I go to the bowl games. Islanders aren't that good. They're okay. They're good. But like tonight, Bruins, Bruins versus the golden Knights. Like the, the game on Sunday. Yeah. No, 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 like I'm going to the hockey game. hundred percent. It's going to that it can be a good hockey game tonight. Yeah. I got to figure out if I'm going or not. I gotta, I gotta move some things around to see if we can figure out a way to go to that game Sunday. Cause that's yeah. Wait, especially this if, Sunday, this Sunday, <laughs> Wait, they're you know playing in Boston tonight? Tonight. And then Sunday, they play here. So if tonight goes well and there's some bad blood. What time is Sunday's- the game? What? Sunday. I think it's a five o'clock game on Sunday. Is it a five o'clocker? I think so, yeah. Let me double check here. Oh, damn. We're going to have to go. Yeah, it is uh, five o'clock. Yes. Sunday, Sunday, five o'clock. Bruins at the Golden Knights.
1: And Ohio State Smith mm-hmm. neba is not playing in the college football playoff?
0: Yes. I mean, that was the question that they asked. He's hurt. He's hurt hurt. Like he's been out for a long time. So there was a question to Ryan Day: do you think he would play after a month? And he was really non-committal. So it was like, okay, nope. <laughs> he's not playing in the ball game. So that's just his people saying we're getting ready for the pros. Right. We're going to go rehab. I mean play hurt, don't play hurt in a in a playoff game, not against Georgia. Get re-hurt it again, make it worse. Right. Got a lot of money on the line for that kid. He's going to make he's going to make a lot of money. Right. All right. Time for the Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. Omaha Steaks right now, the world's best beef naturally aids the ultimate in tenderness juiciness and flavor. They have got a big 50% off site-wide sale going on right now at omahasteaks.com. All these great curated packages for the holiday season at checkout BVB saves you 30 bucks at checkoff, extra 30 bucks off the order from that 50% off site-wide sale. Promo code, it's BVB at checkout. Minimum order may be required. OmahaSteaks.com. A gift from the heart and a gift that will be unforgettable with every bite. Whoa. Did you write that? No. Oh, I was going to say, wow. (laughs) You did really good. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) Deion Sanders is the new coach of Colorado. You think he's buying the meat? Probably. Lots of it. Man, Colorado beef country. I'm coming is the term he used over and over again with a conversation he had with the Colorado Buffalo football team before his team went and won the SWAC championship, won and covered, by the way. Actually, no, one by 19, didn't cover 19 and a half. They won by 19 on Saturday. I don't know how you felt watching the video, Dave, but I, I've never seen anything like that become public. Coaches have done that for years. New, new, I'm the new coach. I'm coming in. We're bringing a new culture. We're bringing in new players. We're right. going to fire coaches. Never seen it be put out on social media, the entire thing uncut. Even the question and answer period where the kids were asking prime, what will change with you? And he kept on saying, good question. It's a good question. He, had, he was like a minister up there talking to these kids. Yeah. He was preaching at these kids and look at this. Colorado says over 200 recruits in the portal transfers have reached out to Colorado four and five star caliber players, potentially and NIL money is rolling already Mm -hmm. for the Colorado Buffaloes. But he stood up there and said to every one of those kids, (laughs) I'm coming. I'm bringing my luggage. And it's Louie and yep. we got different positions already filled. And when I come back there very well, might not be a place for you. In fact, there's many of you who are sitting in this seat right now who will not have a seat here. When I come back. Yep. You like this?
1: No, I mean, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. A
0: Part of me loves this. Oh, for sure. A part of me watches this and he, he talks about mediocrity and he talks about the families and the level, the standard that Colorado has, has slipped to a part of me is like, man, kids not in Colorado who aren't at the Buffaloes are going to be like, I want to play for that guy. Right. I want to go there and play for that guy. Right. But for the kids in the room, if that was my son who is sitting there listening to that, mm. boy, that's got to be tough
1: to hear. One in 11. They're one and eleven. I mean, he's you know, he's not wrong. They're one and eleven. Um, but there's a couple ways to look at it, right? I love Deion Sanders because I loved him when I was young. Like I watched him when I was in college. Like, how's this guy doing what he's doing? And you read his story and you learn more about him and what he had to overcome. His mom took care of him and had to, you know, he had to be great but I heard a great quote about how could he have had to have been so great and had to do it for five different teams in the NFL. He had to play two different sports to get the bag. He's been a disaster in his personal life. Self-admittedly, three marriages. I don't think he's still married now. I don't know if he is or not, but I mean, he's had a lot of transgressions in his life, all of which brought him to this point. Now he's kind of preaching you know that he's on a mission and he's trying to do this and it's not about a location it's about a destination and all this stuff. He's saying a lot of good things and the way he's saying it is electrifying. He gets people listening and he tells you like it is for better or for worse. As long as he's speaking the truth I absolutely love it because sometimes you got to hear it.
0: You got to agree hear it. but the one during the question and answer and it's on my at sports talk, Matt, if you haven't seen the full YouTube, his son does all the social media and his son put out a 20 minute video of his appearance at Colorado, including this 15 minute speech he gave to the entire Buffalo football program. Kid raises his hand and he says, what will the summer be like? And he pauses and he like, you could see the wheels turning in Dion's head. It was like, should I say this out loud? And he goes, well, I'm just going to say it. That's fine. My job is to make you quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like My job is to make you quit because I don't want to know what your breaking point is in a game. I want to know what your breaking point is at practice. Yeah. Like this is junction boys, bear, Bryant, Texas A&M type stuff where mm-hmm. he sent them to the desert and didn't let them drink water for days <laughs> while he ran them through two days because he wanted to see there was a bell that would be rung when you quit. And he wanted to see how many players would quit. And he went there. There's a movie on the junction boys. You can go watch it. Like they went there with 70 kids and they came back with 25, like, or some number like that. I mean, it's crazy, but this is what Dion's going to do. He's going to weed it out. It's just in 2022. That doesn't happen all that much, Dave. That's sort of like you, you, you teach people, you know how families and parents get now. No, they're not cool with this. Yeah. I don't,
1: um, I don't know how this is going to fly. This sounds like it's 1950. Right. Talking. Yeah. Yeah. This is old school coaching. And a lot of guys, listen, as long as he's doing what he said he was going to do. I tell my kids this all the time. I've heard this from other people. And I try to do this as a man, a husband, a father, every single day, brother, uncle, whatever. Do what you say you're going to do. And do it. If you say you're going to do something and you don't, immediately I'm like, eh, you know, so if you're supposed to be here at this time, and you're supposed to do, as long as you keep doing it, I can't disrespect you or I can't dismiss what you're saying. So if he's said his job is to make him quit, well, guess what? He's going to try to make you quit. If you want to be a part of the team, you're going to go along with it. He's going to see that. The the hard part for young people to hear, it was hard when I was young. It's still hard now. I'm the guy that'll tell you, fuck you immediately at the beginning if you tell me something like that. I might try to prove you wrong, but sometimes it's the truth. You're gonna quit. It, you don't want to do it. You're gonna find out this isn't for me. I don't really love football this much, or at least here. So I get it. I just think it's 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 I mean. Would you say that Dion is either you're in or you're out? He's
0: polarizing as fuck. Is he not Oh, yes. I mean, I think you're either going to look at this and want him to succeed because of what he's doing or want him to fail because of what he's doing. There's not much middle ground and the transfer portal, which he told every kid might as well get in that portal now. <laughs> because <laughs> like, when I'm coming, I'm coming. So you might as well go ahead and get yourself in that portal, go get your NIL, go get what you got to get, because you're not going to get it from me.
1: That how do the I the people think, now you lived in the South. How do the people at Jackson state feel today?
0: I mean, he's coaching them in the bowl game. I feel like they understood because he did a 60 minute interview in which he said exactly what he did. You mentioned you have to do what you say. They asked him if a power five conference tool comes calling, what do you say? He goes, I have to listen. He was like, I'd be stupid not to. I have to listen. What I want to do, where I want to go. So I think they knew. They had an idea. I mean, they're probably hurt that he's leaving, but they knew that, I mean, Colorado is a Pac-12 school. So it's a weird fit. He mentioned no crime when he was listing all the greatest things about Colorado. Did no crime. I was like... Interesting thing to bring up, but okay. I guess that's important, but uh, I mean, I never heard, heard a college coach reference that, but you know, that's what he says. Like, you know, we have beautiful mountains. We have beautiful people. We have all these different things. And you know, we have no crime here. It's like, wait, what? But okay.
1: I, I'll be I'm curious. Gonna guess to see. The
0: only time
1: that Dion ever went to Colorado is when he had to play to Broncos or the Rockies. I would agree with that hundred percent. I'm not. Obviously, I'm gonna guess he's probably not skiing in Denver much. outdoors,
0: <laughs> outdoor type of guy. I'm just saying, that. like yeah. I'm,
1: I, 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 did, like
0: he hasn't I mean, I don't know if he's ever been a boulder before this trip. I would. I think that's probably a fair point. You We're know, gonna just think about it sports grid. Keep going with this conversation for you guys live on Twitter and YouTube. But sports grid, thank you very much. We'll see you guys coming up tomorrow, same place, midnight Eastern time for BVB.
1: I just um, have to quickly shout out. Um, this is one of my guys here in town. His name is Michael Brown. Okay. He's a he's a high school senior. He's going to go play baseball at Hofstra next okay. year. Just texted me and said Trey Turner, three hundred million dollars to the Phillies
0: to play what position? Shortstop. So they're replacing. that dot. That's.
1: But Bryson can play second. So that's what Michael's texting me right now. He's like, what happens to our guy? Because, you know, he knows him from going to the UNLV games and stuff back in the day. Does he have to move to second base? Yes. I mean, if they're going to let Trey play short, then yes, Bryson has to go to second. The ability to play both is huge. So, you know, that's how, like, these guys' lives change immediately.
0: And I guess if you're the Phillies, you can take what Bryson did at the plate from a second-base position versus shortstop.
1: Or so. vice versa. The shortstop used to be the lightest hitting
0: yeah, but that's, player on a field. That's but if, 395.
1: <laughs> but, I, but I'm okay if, if if you know, Segura's a free agent. So then so, he's
0: leaving, yeah.
1: So, you know, one of them got to play second base. I mean, you could take turns. When I was coaching, I had the kids play – You know, one had a better arm, and I used to tell them that all the time. Look, you guys are interchangeable the way you feel ground balls and turn double plays and stuff, but, you know, I had Lala and Kiana. I was like, Lala, is her arm's better. She's playing short more. And Kiana got pissed off because shortstop's a little more fun and prestigious, but so what? Right. It's interesting. I mean, that's a big
0: move for the Phillies. A big move for the Phillies. That's a big move. And it's a drop of the Dodgers, too. I mean, you're losing a lot of a lot of production I trade. Trey Turner leaving LA, going to Philadelphia, staying in the in the NL. Um, just a, a finishing touch on the Dion thing. You know, I I wonder are coaches going to watch the way Dion is received? And if Dion wins, because we've talked about this in a variety of different ways on this show, off air, on air about the way that parents and coaches are forced to behave, that the way that Inside classrooms, we've seen the paradigm flip where it used to be the teacher controlled everything to now the teacher has to basically listen to the needs of a kid and the kid has more power. The kid has a voice that can make the coach and or player, sorry, and or teacher's life a living hell. They can go to disciplinary actions. They can have, you know, be suspended, fired even for their jobs for doing things that for a long time were just considered part of the way you coached or the way you taught. Dion's going to come in here and he's basically, I think that's why he put that video out there and was comfortable. The words, I'm coming, I think he wants people to know not just him, his way of doing things is also coming to Boulder. And there's going to be some real, I mean, th- that's a very liberal place, man. That is <laughs> one of the liberal bastions of America. And he's coming in with a fist and he's going to come in and his attempt is to break these young men to build them back up again but he wants to break them first. If it works, I'm curious. Do we see more? Does it does coaching, do we go back to that at all? I think you got to either have that or you don't, right? You got to believe in what you're doing
1: and stick to it. Now, you know, if Colorado gets their asses kicked, they win, you know, they go 2 and 10 next year and then 3 and 9 and I mean, there's a lot of work to be done. This isn't, you know, uh, Jackson State. This isn't the HBC. He's got, a, he's got a five-star quarterback coming with him. Okay, that's uh, look. We we gotta wait and see. I mean, we have to wait and see. Um, I told you the story. I, I think on the air, I sold Dion and Barry Larkin walkmans at my dad's store. They were in town. And immediately they came in one way and they left like high five and me on the way out. Like they had a certain, I don't know, expectation that the, they were just going to get whatever. Like, and I just talked to them like a regular person. And then immediately like Dion's whole attitude changed. He came in as prime time and he left as Dion Sanders. Mm-hmm. I think if he has that type of – he has to do this at the beginning. Set the bar here and say, I'm coming. Just to warn everybody, not just the kids in the room, the administration.
0: <laughs> Every, I agree. Everyone. He, he put the whole state on Agreed. notice. Frank Schwab, who writes for Yahoo, good friend yeah. of the program. We haven't had Frank on. We probably should do that. But he's based in Denver. And he tweeted out last night, you have to live in Denver to understand the irrelevancy of college sports in Colorado. How no one gives a fuck about college sports at all. And that yeah. Dion has a chance to change all of that. And that could be significant. Are you surprised he
1: took the Colorado
0: job? 100% over Cincinnati. Everyone's like, why wouldn't you go to Cincinnati? I think the reason why he's going there is one: the money. He even said it to the kids. He goes, "I got a bag. I'm good." <laughs> like he just like he's like, "You're coming for the bag? That's fine. I got mine. I'm good. I got a bag. I'm good." I was like, "Wow! Like this is like he's just not. He didn't give he, us. He, he's saying everything out loud. Like he's not saying anything quiet." I think he took Colorado for that reason. I think he sees the chance that at one and eleven. He can do whatever he wants. If he goes to Cincinnati, the bar, the expectation is national championship. At Colorado, if he goes to a bowl game next year, he's the king. He does whatever he wants. Keep in mind, too, now, he's
1: already been in Cincinnati. He played for the Reds. Fair. He knows the whole thing there. At this stage in your life, something new and, I mean, if bags are equal, he's picking Colorado. Right. Pac-12 Russia. might be ripe. Right? Yeah. USC I mean, and UCLA
0: are, Utah are leaving. are leaving, right. I mean, Utah is tough, obviously. You, as long as Lincoln Oregon. Riley's at USC, it's going to be tough, but they're leaving. So then they're gone. So they, you don't have to worry about them anymore. Yeah. I, I mean, you're worried about Oregon? Okay. I mean, I think he'll take his shot. I mean, he made – he. They asked him, "What's going to change?" He said, "Everything." Because yeah. I'm talking. He goes, "Everything. The uniforms are changing. Yeah. The way our weight rooms changing. Our workout regimens changing. Everything is changing." So, like, he could make Colorado the hit, it cool thing to be a part of. I mean, Oregon's in the middle of nowhere, and Oregon became the thing. You can do it. You can make Boulder. The one place you want to go play football. Is it an Under Armour school? Has to be, right? Fair.
1: My guess is yes. I don't know the answer to that. Guys, check on that in the chat if it's an Under Armour school. I don't know. You're either D on or you're D off. Great line <laughs> from Addison. Thanks. Thanks, brother. That's, I mean, how good is that? I'm going to use that on every show. I'm going to attribute <laughs> it to this guy, Addison, that I don't know. He said you're either D on or you're either D off. This is why I love this fucking show, man.
0: God, <laughs> it's, a it's a great line, great. but it's i can't i I know if my son was in that room, I would feel horrible. if my son was looking at playing for Colorado, I would be ecstatic about it.
1: It's two different ways I don't of looking know at it. if I'm running to play for him right now, like if I'm not happy in my situation, I'm gonna go there you you talk about the uh, what do you call it when when everybody runs to something? Catnip. Yeah. For a disgruntled college football player right now, anywhere that wants to go, say to coach by Dion, they're running there. Might not be the best opportunity to run there to the first year.
0: I'm not debating that point, but he's got college incoming freshmen. He's got the attention of kids that are from the FCS level who want a shot on the next level, like. When he says, I'm coming and I'm bringing my luggage and it's Louie, what he's saying is, I'm bringing four and five star kids with me.
1: Oh, wow. Colorado, the boys are saying in the chat, it's a Nike school. Wow. Okay. Even Colorado State is under Armour. Okay. That's from our, our resident
0: lawyer to be Zach the Hat. Very cool. No, it makes total sense. I mean, look, he's going to get a ton of support because they haven't had anything good since they went to the Pac-12. right? It's been a while. So his bar is so low that if he recruits well, brings in a uh, couple of big kids, and then he can go have the NIL deals. I mean, this is the dude that got 000, 000 a million dollars for a defensive back at Jackson State from Barstool Sports. Think about where he's going to leave for,
1: Is that kid staying down there? I mean, how did he bring those kids? If I'm
0: Jackson State, they're if they're going I, with them. He's raiding, it's known he's, he's taking like a bunch of good kids from Jackson State to Colorado. He's bringing people who know the culture to teach the other kids the culture. There's going to be a huge clash between the bearded, big boy, you know, Oregon grown, Washington State grown kid that went to play football at Colorado because that's just a cool place to go play football. He's going to bring in kids from the South. He's going to bring in kids from California, from LA. Like this is going back to the Cordell Stewart days where Colorado used to be able to go into LA into Compton and pull kids out. That's when they were at their heyday at their peak when it was Nebraska versus Colorado. Remember the fifth down game. God, I rooted for Colorado every time. Okay. When the
1: Steelers used to draft kids out of Colorado all the time, like Cordell.
0: Like yep. I was rooting for Colorado all the time because and was that black and was old. I love that yeah. team. Cause they went into South central in Los Angeles and kids were like, Hey man, I'll get you out of the city. I'm going to put you in the mountains. You want to come play here? It's gorgeous. Look at our stadium. Look at our facilities. Look at everything. He has a chance to put all that back together. All that pipeline could come right back roaring in particular on the fact that, Hey man, you know, your kid, He's going to play football in New Jersey. If you want to go to USC, you're going to travel to Jersey to watch your kid. Why not have him come to Boulder? It's a quicker flight. You know, it's an hour and a half flight out of LA, straight up there and you can come watch your kid. Heck, I got a plane. I'll come get you. I'll fly back and forth. I'll fly you guys back and forth. He's got I mean, a message to sell. He can. Re- he has an absolute message he can deliver to different kids and get them to want to go to Colorado. It's been done before. Right. I can, I'm I'm psyched. I, how I
1: long is his How long is his leash? Three years. I would say. Masking?
0: I would say if he doesn't win the division in three years, I guess. It, are they going away from divisions? Right? They are. Right? Yeah. They already. Um, no.
1: What they're doing? USC needs. He needs, he needs or to or appear. Yeah.
0: He he needs to appear in the Pac-12 title game once in the first three years. Rashawn Salam, remember Rashawn Salam, oh, Jimmy yeah. Jack. Just unbelievable that. running backs, unbelievable defensive backs, tough nose defense. Is he keeping linemen. Ralphie the Buffalo? Yes, of course. I want better. to see Dion run that run with that thing though. that will be awesome. He runs holding Ralphie <laughs> runs up. <out>, Coach <laughs> Dion's prime uh, better to book it time here. Let's get into this game tonight. I'm wearing the hat for the Boston Bruins who are 14 and oh at home. Taking on the Vegas golden Knights who are 11, two in one Bruce Cassidy revenge game former coach of the Boston Bruins now on the road, taking on a really tough team in Boston. I'm going Bruins in regulation. They're going to play their asses off tonight with Bruce Cassidy on the other side. Bruins score four goals a game. They give up 1.9 Bruins win the game four two total six. In regulation
1: minus one Oh five. Hey, I had a feeling you might wear the Boston hat. So I I had the Vegas hat in the stack. Um but I don't believe it. I don't <laughs> This is how many games have the, the 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 Bruins lost at home? 0. Where's this game being played at? TD Garden, Boston, Mass.
0: Tonight's not tonight. Bet the Bruins. Yeah. If Vegas was coached by somebody else, I might say Vegas. They're coached by Bruins Cassidy. Like you're going to get a slip-up game at some point. The Bruins are going to be unfocused. They're going to lose a game at home. They're not going to be unfocused tonight. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to bet the Knights tonight. <laughs> I don't. This is a tough advice. I like the over Bruins, the Bruins. Like over six. I do. Maybe. I like over. It's Olmark against uh, last. Hill was supposed to play for the Golden Knights. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me see if that's going to be another reason why I like in regulation. Um, it is. Oh no, it's Logan Thompson's unconfirmed okay. swayman. We're getting number one goalies tonight. Thompson versus swayman. Hmm, let's go. <laughs> this game is screw football. Give me this game, man. I, can't I don't wait. even Somebody know was if yelling- I'm going to turn a football game on until the second half. Somebody was yelling at me last night saying, Stop talking about so much hockey, dude. I'm winning. What do you want me to do? Is the one sport I'm actually doing really well with. You want me to stop betting hockey? Why? Like, <laughs>
1: just, just for the record, for the people that say that, when you get your own show, right, then <laughs> you can talk about what you want to talk about. Like, that's Agreed. just a little, you know, I don't want to pull a full on on you, but you telling me what to talk about on my show is not likely going to
0: get you on the show. Just unless just, I'm lo- like, like if, if you say, Matt, man, like betting on the Titans ain't your bag, stop betting on the Titans. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll have a, I'll listen to that. It's a fair critique. I'm like 13 and two betting, uh, betting against teams on a back to back. It's working. Like, I, I, the Bruins in regulation, two straight bets. This will be the third straight bet right. I'm betting the Bruins in regulation at home. Mm-hmm. What do you want? <laughs> like, if I'm winning, you really can't argue. You can't tell me that I shouldn't be talking about it. Oh, it's a football Sunday. Stop betting hockey. <sighs> no, <laughs> I'm betting hockey. Sorry. It was a 2-2 game yesterday. I had the Jets and the Ducks, 2-2. Jets scored three goals in five minutes to win the game 5-2. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing. I won on the puck right. line. Is it? I've had three straight puck line wins with empty net goals getting me there. Yeah, it's a crazy. It's it's like it's a it's been a very fun stretch in hockey. Uh Saints plus three and a half tonight against Tampa. We need it. We got to yeah. have it. We're four back. and one for us in the Westgate reboot. So this is a, this is a big game. I feel like we got to go four and one to keep
1: up. It feels like everybody yeah. won. You hear Chris yeah. when Chris tells you when the bookmakers tell you it's a bad day, they got fucking killed. <laughs> they don't like to say oh. But they cry better than anybody. They cry worse than bad beat betters at the counter, the, yep. the bookmakers. Yep. I'm going to have to go around today and deliver boxes of Kleenex for all the crime for the
0: bookies. <laughs> I put the wrong number up here, Matt. This number should be 58 and a half, not 68 and a half. So I apologize for this. Just for the record, too. It's yep. bucks without the K. Oh, right. A K? Oh, I Tampa I wrote Bay Tampa. He, that's on Faro. That's fine. Right.
1: It's nobody's blaming anybody. I'm just pointing it out for all the haters they are gonna get go, the guys, fault. put it on the Farrow's show, fault. and they put Bucks with a K. It's Milwaukee <laughs> Bucks with a K, Tampa Bay Bucks without a K.
0: Yes. Correct. There you
1: go. <laughs> nice hat, Pharaoh. Farrow. Farrow's got the Bucks hat on.
0: Yeah, buddy. Cool underbill bill too. Look at that shit. That's nice. Celtics on the road. They got there. They've gotten there six straight times. The number went down? On the road. It was 60 and a half, 60 and a half, 60 and a half. They went 68, 64, 62. They're cashing, but they've come down three straight games. And now it's down to 58 and a half on the road against the Raptors here tonight. It's like the books guys don't want to win this. <laughs> like Boston's average numbers
1: 60, coming down. So let's make the number lower. So they keep three and those. a half
0: is the Boston Bruins average in the first Celtics, half. this Celtics. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Get sorry, the Bruins sorry, off sorry. your, they're on sorry, your head. Sorry, Get them sorry, off sorry. your mind. Come on. Celtics first half team total average is 63 and a half. The bookmakers have yet to make a number 63 and a half in two weeks. <laughs> they don't, it's below their average every single fucking time. And just it's, will will do it. They just won't, so now they're adjusting even more because the because the Celtics have been scoring less and less and less, and now they're on the road against the Raptors, oh, who are ex- incredible at home, but awful on the road. Now is the time to leave at 60 and a half. Correct. That's what I thought I was going to see today. I thought if, I would see. If we come into today number?
1: and you come into me and say, all right, listen, they've been coming down. I've been watching, like you told me, Dave, I've been watching the Celtics total, and they scored 64, and then 62, and then 62. 62 61. It's right there. Let's move the number down a little bit lower. No, you <laughs> jag off. Don't move the damn number right now. Leave it sixteen and a half.
0: Maybe Points bet had it at 57 and a half minus 130. Everybody must else is be at 50. betting it over. Everybody fucking else. guys in the
1: room must be <laughs> betting it over. Their fucking guys are doing the number thing right now. They're betting the shit over. Why would you move it down?
0: Everyone else is at 58 and a half minus 110 or minus 105. Whole country. And then they at points at point was fifty seven and a half minus one thirty. It's like, wait, what? Okay. Like, what are we like, what are we doing? I just made no sense what they're doing. I know that that fine, yes, because it doesn't make that makes any sense. And then finally, this number is gone. This is an overnight number with massive CLV. Oklahoma City at Atlanta tonight over 232 tonight. Is the guy outside cutting the trees? He's like literally with a huge blower, like a foot uh, out my window.
1: Right. Blowing all the police. I I got nervous. I was like, wait a second, is that guy coming to get yeah. you right now, or he's just
0: outside? He's blowing like crazy okay. all everywhere. Like he'll yeah. be gone in a second, but yeah. it's still. That's fine. Yeah. I, was, yeah. it,
1: I just didn't want anybody to get alarmed that was driving because <laughs> so I hear that noise when they're driving, they're like, What is that? You know, yeah, right? Um <laughs> OKC Atlanta over 230. What? Two. Are you aware? It's 237 and a half now. Uh (laughs) Of course we're going to bet this. Talk to our guys at Winbet last night. (laughs) This number does not exist on planet Earth. It never did last night. (laughs) It did at Winbet last night. This is going to be quite the conundrum if we get to have this discussion tomorrow that we've had with the CLV. This is one of the best of all time. we are going to get five and a half points,
0: and it's only noon Pacific. When this game tips off, it might be 240. I mean, because OKC has been – it's funny. If this was inverted where OKC was at home and Atlanta on the road, OKC is nine and two at home to the over. Atlanta is eight and three to the over on the road. But at home, Atlanta is under 500 and OKC is 500. So people, I, I think there might be a little bit of a thought that, like, if they average, if they score their average, both teams, this game goes over 232. So I think the number was set too low overnight based upon the home and road situation that's why it was set where it was set and everyone's betting it based upon okc is the number one team in, in the nba to the over but it's mostly because at home not on the road that's why i was a little surprised to see the number run like this because I thought, I thought it would go up i didn't think it would run like this because i think if at 237 i might bet under you got that option at a couple places it's yeah. 237 wait, and a half. Wait, wait for it to tip off <laughs> l- let him make a few baskets let it go to like 242 hammer the owner yeah, on a comfortable yeah. 10 point meeting yeah. i mean that's probably what the, the best play to do with this is, is going to be but yeah, i mean i think number. the reason why it's it's where it is is because people are betting it like okc's at home and then oh i always bet okc over all right. Yeah. But on the road, OKC's a different team to the total than they are at home. Just, just came in and said
1: the best CLV just means the trash can is bigger. Fair you know, point. That big trash can.
0: A big one. a like fair that. point. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, I have a, uh, a guy
1: who is visiting from Costa Rica. Woo. Who I'm leaving right from here immediately just text me and said, are you done yet with the show? I told him I'd pick him up. We're going to go have lunch um, at the Omelette Cafe, which <laughs> I'm going to talk to the guys at the Omelette Cafe about doing the show from the Omelette Cafe. Beautiful. So we, could have a, we could have a kind of like a, like a BVB meal with family and friends. Let's and like Im- Invite everybody to come and watch us do the show. Participate. They could call stuff out like they're in the chat. I mean, although we did have Bear Mollings and Jordan Gorov and those guys came to watch us do the show, and they sat there on the phone a distance away while they, while we did the show and chatted with everybody. So you will lose that a little bit. Look at him looking for his mute. <laughs> You're not muted. I can still hear you. Oh. You didn't hit it. Yeah, you're still not muted. Well, you actually hit the mute button. I did hit the mute button. You still didn't do it. Now it's your computer can, picking I'll, it up. I'll, I'll mute you. I can mute you. Oh, there you go. Let, let okay. Farrah mute you. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. You, yeah. you might you know, be able to hear about the audience. Well. Okay, good. All right. Very good. Anyhow, we're going to go have lunch, and then I'm going to drive him to the airport, and we're going to commiserate, because he's got to go back and work and do some things and stuff but um that's my favorite thing about today at least right now is is that little lunch meeting that we're going to have
0: today is the last day of my class for this semester all of the assignments are due today at four o'clock Pacific time so today is the end of my fifth semester, it's always sad to say goodbye to the kids, but it's always fun to kind of get to the, the end of a semester. So this is the uh, the finish line, if you will. So you don't have class on Wednesday? I'm done. I'm done until January 13th okay so i i am uh i am off for a month from from teaching and then we start back up with the spring semester in i didn't in, get in a internet. chance to come down and meet this class uh, it's all right you meet the next one you're, you're right. coming i i didn't do it i didn't have any speakers this is right. this was a very this is the most advanced class i've ever had normally i have different people i ask them who they want to come in and like these kids were so far advanced i was like look at these are it's a different class now because you guys going to be bored by this like you don't need the local meteorologist to come in here and have a conversation right. about what to, to work in vegas like you guys are you know as i said i had one two of them are hosting the the news on campus three times a right. week one right. girl's got 1.7 million followers on tiktok like they just it, right. it was a different type of class so right. it it's it's i'm looking forward to seeing their um, their podcast journalism 213.com that will be the website where all their work will be. I run a website for the for the class, so mm. it's a little bit of a, a real world situation. It's fun to see the kids' reactions when I tell them, hey, by the way, this is going to be public. This is not like, oh, I'm just doing a final project. I'm like, no, your final project is going to be public on the internet. Right. <laughs> so just FYI, as to how you do your work, if you half-ass it, it's going to be known. So that's today. So my favorite thing about today is I get all my kids here in four hours, and hopefully nobody forgets to send it in because if they do, I'm a hard ass. So there we go. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We're back tomorrow for a Tuesday. Lots of good stuff to talk about. Hockey, baseball, basketball, football. All tomorrow on the Tuesday episode of BVB.